Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. Hey, I'm Zach and I got syphilis from Steel Force. I'm Ben and I unbuckle my seatbelt on Wizard. And I'm Marcus and I like to cuddle your face. That's cute. <laughs> Aww. I'll do what I can. Well, that's greatly appreciated. And we got Marcus here today. Thank you so much for stopping by, Marcus. Welcome to your favorite Coaster Sucks. Yeah, hey, great uh, great to be here, man. I, uh, I've enjoyed uh, listening to your guys' podcast take off, so I'm glad that you guys are fans of ours as well. So, uh, for those who don't know, the Drunk Riders are a podcast. Me, Mike, and Mark have fun on that puppy. We've been recording it. <coughs> Excuse me, through Coaster Force for the better half of a over a year now. Yeah, it started in May of of twenty eighteen. So we've been we've been doing that for a while. Started just for the fun of it, and it's just been the same forever. So it's a good time. Yeah, if you uh, you want to follow us anywhere, we're on Twitter and Facebook. Those are the two big things. You'll see us on Coaster Force too, but for the most part, if, if you see us on Twitter, the Drunk Riders, or or Facebook, the Drunk Riders, that's where you're gonna find us. So good times. Yes, go check the drunk riders out give them a follow on twitter go follow them on facebook great podcast awesome dude thanks for coming by so of course customarily we got to start off with uh what are you drinking marcus go ahead <laughs> well um <clears throat> i am running short on beer but i did do a staple that i've i have drank a lot recently and it's a flying dog raging bitch belgian ipa delicious yeah that's a good one mm-hmm. you really can't go wrong with it ben what do you got tonight so I don't have beer. Uh, I've got dabs, coffee, and wa- a bottle of wine. So oh. I, we'll see what happens. High life. You got a bottle, not a box? Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like I guarantee this was less than $10. <laughs> um, some really drunk white girl left it over in my apartment. So I've never – like I don't even know who she was. Ooh. You know like when you meet people at the bar and you come back and then you like – Never see him again. Uh, no, but I could see. <laughs> no, no, no. But here's the thing, though. Like, I'm gay, so this is a woman. Like, this was not a. Oh, well then. Oh, then yeah. Well, for me, not being um, a man of gayness. No, I still wouldn't know. <laughs> I've been married for almost ten years. I, I, I forget everything. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know anything about that. I've never invited a rando from a bar back to my place. <laughs> no, dude. Really? Like you've never, you've never sat at a bar alone and talked to the person next to you. And then next thing you know, you're like sharing your life story. And then it's like, oh, come back to my place. Let's smoke. Let's have a beer or whatever. Normally it goes to sex, but sometimes it doesn't. No. No. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I'm just weird. <laughs> uh yeah. Guess so. Oh well, it could that's, be worse. Right? I mean, that's fine. You do you. I mean, I just get a little concerned about your safety. <laughs> <laughs> I got a free bottle. I forgot a free bottle of wine out of it. So yeah, hey, I don't really. I'm. That's yeah, not a concern. Well, this time, next time, it could be like they got a free kidney. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You lose a lung doing that. <laughs> Well, like an adult, I am drinking vodka and fruit punch tonight. Mm. Ooh, going big. 
It is uh, the cheapest vodka that the grocery store sells. Yes, that's right. I got a handle for 11 bucks. Don't hate. Oh, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I appreciate you. And, of course, store brand Fruit Punch to go along with it because uh, we're, we're doing it big. Is it is it sugar free? <laughs> no, we got we got the full on kind, uh, which I am having to take insulin for because diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! <laughs> there we go. I'm good. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. I got a hell of a sneeze, so I, I'm glad that I could hold that in for as long as I did. <laughs> a round of applause. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so SNS, they're throwing out Axis um, that rotates around the rails. It's a, a delicious looking little little, little uh, pre ride because really it's a it is a credit. Damn it, I count that as a credit if you get on that thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a credit. Definitely. Only like six people have been on it, but still counts as a credit. But um, the thing that I this reminds me of the most is. Um, the Robo Coaster and Roller Coaster Tycoon Three. Okay, yeah, for sure. I could kind of see that, <laughs> right? The way you rotate around, obviously, completely different concept, but the 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 same general feeling is there. Well, that was even the Robo Coaster. I think was even at IAPA one year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, they were well beyond just a yeah a simple concept on that. They were they were building parts and shit. Uh, yeah, when I saw it, it looked like it would be really good for an indoor coaster. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe if Universal does a new kind of Harry Potter indoor coaster, it seems like it'd be good, cool for that. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that would be great with theming, like doing something. Even if you go slow. Yeah. Where, um, say they redid E.T. and just <laughs> ba- basket cars and make it an interactive experience where you can go slow and all of a sudden you freaking launch into the sky. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Elliot, stop flipping. <laughs> Universal, I'm selling ideas. Hit me up. <laughs> We're on Twitter, dropping it like it's hot. I, just, I think I think it looks pretty. I, I really, I, I have a feeling in a couple of years this is going to be at a small park, not a big one. I don't. I, I think it'd be cool if it was, but the capacity would be ass. So I think if they put it somewhere small. Like my favorite is always Kentucky Kingdom because they can always do anything crazy, and I love it. Plus, they're close to me, so I'd, I'd, I'd go any time of the week. I was thinking like Celebration City. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or my favorite, Frontier Shitty. There you go. Bringing it back from the drunk riders right there. I hope I hope Mike's listening. <laughs> well, that park could certainly use something unique. I mean, the Schwarzkopf is great. They could, they could use something. <laughs> Plus, that's like the... I'm assuming that's like the truck driver capital of the world. So it's, you know, definitely sees a lot of visitors. Oklahoma itself. Oh, did you know that Oklahoma's like new state slogan is something like Oklahoma? It's not that bad. (laughs) 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 To be honest, that's not a bad state state slogan at all. If you want a shit ton of like ironic millennials to move to your state, you change your slogan to something like that. Because it would just be like another hipster magnet of people who want to complain about how bad it is, but at the same time talking about how great it is. Exactly. Montana. Hey, at least we're not Mississippi. (laughs) You could do that for literally every state. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Montana, dude, Montana's like my favorite state. Montana's great. I've heard good things. Never been, but I'd like to go sometime. It's got like it's it's got the best. I would say it's got the best mountains in the country. So isn't that where those crazy ranchers like took over that wildlife place and had a stand it out with the government? Was it? Oh no, that was that was Oregon. Oh okay. Was it Oregon? I thought it was Idaho, but eh, you know, either way. Now Oregon's fucked up. That's a messed up place. <laughs> I see. I've never been out west, so I don't. I've only been to California and Nevada, so I don't know much about the the west coast. I really need to get out there. Yeah, Oregon is like the west coast, Wisconsin. <laughs> like all the weirdos from the Pacific Northwest who kind of just want to give up on life, just sort of move to Oregon, and then they mask their like weirdness on being. You know, oh, it's we're just a weird city. Oh yeah, that's exactly how they run it. That sounds on point. That sounds completely on point right there. All right, we're we're our boys. We're veering next next time. <laughs> yeah, this dab is hitting really hard. All right, Ben, get the next one while that dab's hitting you. <laughs> uh, so Nick Universe at American Dream Mall open to the public with uh, two of the five roller coasters. Uh, so I don't know. Takabishi looks cool. I don't think the mall's going to open. It's very long. So go ride it before it closes. Has it, has it opened with more? Last I heard they closed all of them. They were like, uh, we'll be back like, you know, eventually. Oh shit. Oh man. Well, the shell razor, shell razor, slime streak. And then, uh, what's that spinning one? So the opening day was, was it just two? Okay, so two of the five. But do you know which two they were? It was the Takabisha and what the hell was the other? And um, the the small one, like the orange streak, I think it's called. Slime streak or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah the slimer thing. Yeah, yeah. But I saw I saw POVs of the spinning coaster recently, so I wonder if that's open now too. It's possible. I know um, some people. The, the people I've seen recently said they went and it just nothing was open. They asked for a refund and, and uh, they got it granted. They got a ride pass good for a year. Okay. Oh, that pass is going to expire soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, they, the, the bad news was like that they, they have no idea when it's going to reopen. Permits are still slipping through the cracks like they were before. So there's a, there, there's a lot to be desired right there. And I know a number of people, especially in that in the Jersey area, uh, and some uh, some folks that actually worked on the, the uh, coasters lighting package, shout out KCL Light, uh, Engineering. They um, were able to get on the rides, but then that was it. Like it was pretty much just a uh, a hit and run. <laughs> yeah, like I can't. I mean, even the retail space, I can't imagine stores really wanting to go into a brand new mall retail space, being how retail is kind of dying. Yeah, slowly. I mean, you really have to design those retail spaces. Uh, in a way that can keep people coming because there are some some um, malls around myself that are actually doing quite well because of the way it's designed like it's it's not big but it's not small but they have specific big shops around it like there's only like four big malls in the entirety of my metro area but all of them are spaced out and they all have little niches uh, in um, higher upper class areas so it's like everybody that wants to come good, you know, the good shit, they'll go there and, and, and go there. And then if you're from the north, you'll go to this this one, east side, south side, not really, because that's all kind of just ass. But 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we, we are completely forgetting to talk about the fact that they started planning this when malls were still very prevalent. Yeah, this was, I mean, this was planned when the, what was that? The Nokia phone is probably. What year was that? 07, I think they said this was starting to really hit. Uh-oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh! Nope, I held it in. We're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't fart. Sorry about it. I was trying to hold that one in, too. It, was, it might have been a double blast. Both sides. You ever done that before? Yeah, well, I was just about to say, like, don't fart, and if you do, make sure the mic's near your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best sound ever. Just Yeah. <laughs> the, a fart sneeze and then me laughing. Perfect intro. That would be the new intro to the show. <laughs> Heck, I might do that just for you guys. Just off, off, off air. Just go ahead and record that. Send it over. <laughs> the thing is, is that if you if you sent an MP3 file that was titled "fart," I would definitely listen to it. It'll be like that Letter Kenny episode. Oh yeah, fart book. Ah, <laughs> oh, Letter Kenny. Oh man. Okay. Um. So a shooting was reported at California's Great America, but there wasn't actually a shooting. Apparently it was like some teenagers fucking around or something. It's just a prank. I've never been, but if y'all y'all listen to the podcast, y'all know that my boys don't like CGA. Uh-oh, here it comes anyway. Wait. Oh, I'm going to be sneezing all night. Stop it. Okay. Okay, we're good. Yeah, CGA is apparently ass, so that is not surprising. Considering the Niners are there too, that's double trouble. Yeah, it's definitely a really weird park because it's funny how the park was dying and then all of a sudden in the last five years it kind of got revitalized. But it's all that like, um, it seems to be from all the tech money in that whole area. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the Niners helping out too, that helped. Yeah. But you you don't see Cedar Fair making enormous investments in the park either. Because the, the reviews of the park remain about the same, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm I'm just shocked they ended up getting that wooden coaster because I remember that was a rumor probably a good ten years before it was ever built. Yeah, I could yeah, I was surprised but they oh, I was oh, Okay, we're good. I, oh, <laughs> I was I wasn't I wasn't as surprised, mostly because they built Renegade up at Valley Fair. So them building that, I was like, well, yeah, I could see it. And plus the fact that Shivering Timbers exists. <laughs> That's just really all you need to say. They built Shivering Timbers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so That's actually a good point, yeah. Wait, did they build Shivering Timbers? I think that was there when they acquired the park. Uh, I think they built Timbers in 98. I think they got Michigan Adventure before 98. We we gotta we gotta consult our CDB. <laughs> but yeah, just the fact, like you were saying, just the fact that it's still there and operating under Cedar Fair is still kind of impressive and it hasn't killed anybody. Yeah. I'm well yet <laughs> yet. We'll see. That is a good ride. I always forget it's there. Like I could probably say that was one of my top five wooden coasters, but I never think to put it in my top 10. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Oh yeah. No, never mind. I stay corrected. They bought Michigan venture in 2001. Oh, and it was so that pr- it was probably amazing beyond belief between 98 and 01. And then suddenly that season just declined in quality. <laughs> I heard I heard. See, that's the thing. When it came out, 
um, it wasn't like Boulder Dash because Boulder Dash hit a couple years after after they they revamped it. Yeah, Shivering Timbers apparently from the start was just kick ass. Which riding it, you can see it. Oh yeah, but but you know, obviously years later, it's trimmed, it's slow, it's rough. Oh, so it's. Is it trim? Is it trim now? Oh yeah, the the I believe it's the first drop, maybe the second drop. I don't remember specifically which one, but it is it is it is a shell of its former self. Damn. Oh no. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, even I wrote it. I think I, think I wrote it a couple of years ago, uh, compared to two years ago. Yeah, I wrote it like six years ago compared to like two years ago, and it was two completely different experiences. <laughs> Okay, I was gonna say that my last ride on it was actually 2012, so that that probably makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that was the last time I rode it, and then we went closing day a couple years ago, and then yeah, that's kind of what happened. So fingers crossed, right? Well, I mean, it's good that they're getting uh, like GCIs that seem to age better with the Millennium Flyers because it doesn't seem like Cedar Fair knows how to care for a wooden coaster. Nope. No, no, they see. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm hit or miss. I'm really on the fence just because it, it'll depend on what park you're talking about. So some, some, some parks they really know, but they also don't really build wooden coasters. That's the other thing. If they built more woodies, I'd be, I'd be okay. But it's, it's tough to gauge because their, their older woodies are great. But the younger ones, just, they've been hit or miss. But they, they redid Ghost Rider. I'll give them that. Because that ride was apparently ass. I wrote it after the uh, revamp. And it's, it was pretty good when I wrote it a couple years ago. So I mean, that ride was hit or miss. It was great when we were there. Yeah, that was 09. Yeah, it was, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, it was kicking ass then. But I always had heard at that time, like, you'd have to catch it right after the seasonal work was done on it. Oh. Yeah, that's the one thing about those California parks. You really got to kind of hit them at the right time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Because if you go the wrong time of the off-season, it's like, shit's down. <laughs> yeah. And, and to be honest, you can get that anywhere, but it also depends on the ride, so... I mean, I've I've seen dragster down for the better half of a decade, so <laughs> that's always nice to. I actually I I figured it out. I didn't ride um, Millennium Force for like five years, and I went to Cedar Point every single year because it was either the ride was down. I I had my kids, which that's a pass, or the line was just too long for what it is. Yeah. Which is it's, it's it's still a great ride, but yeah, I mean, like when I worked there, I I think I rode it when I had people visiting from out of town, but I never rode it on my own. I can see it. <laughs> you guys are crazy. That ride is Intamin's gift to the world. I mean, I'm not going to say no. Although more than an hour and a half is not worth anything. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been on Still Vengeance, and I beg to differ, but. <laughs> I'll gladly wait an hour and a half for Still Vengeance because that's typically the normal. <laughs> uh, that's only because of that ungodly uh, metal detector. No, the metal detector doesn't slow it down. It's the, uh, uh, what's it called? Fast pass line. Oh. It's, it, 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 it's at the station. The worst, worst possible spot for a merge. Oh, yeah. 
So they let in – they do half train half and half from the times I've been on it. I've been up there. They would typically go half train, uh, fast pass, half uh, train uh, regular folks. So I would never get a fast pass because I've been going to Cedar Point since I was um, nine years old. So for me, it's like, well, why do I need a fast pass? Um, I'd like to. But then even then, look at the, what, the times I've been there, <laughs> the fast pass line was like 45 minutes. It's like what? Why am I what? Like oh, well, let, me, let me go ride Mavericks uh, four times in a row for the two hour wait that I would have for a Steel Vengeance. It's like well, what's the point? I'll go ride Millennium Forge, which is damn near a walk on. It's like eh. I will also say Gold Pass shit down its leg at that park. Oh my god. Oh, uh, the the people making all those jokes about it. They ain't lying. That park just feels like a. A, a different park at this point, to be honest. I mean, I was there that weekend before they shut down the roads for capacity. And I was lucky enough to get on Maverick and Steel Vengeance. But we were there from like seven o'clock till an hour past park close. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Ooh. Sorry, my tongue's itchy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> itchy tongue, that's a bad thing. Are you having like an allergic reaction or something? I don't know, man. I, 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 I got hit. Like I've had a little bit of a runny nose for like the last two hours. And it's just it's, my nose. That's why I've been sneezing. My nose, whenever it gets runny, just I get sneeze sitting. I'm trying to, I'm trying to dab it. <laughs> I didn't think our show was that bad, man. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Although I did start thinking about you guys two hours ago because I was like, oh, I got to get on the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I don't really think about the night until like seven. So, oh, hey, speaking of, since we're talking about Cedar Fair and shitty things to happen, uh, they declined to purchase Schlitterbahn in KC, which. Eh, eh. Okay. <laughs> not, not surprised at all. Although $6 million for the whole park, I'm like, if every enthusiast pitched in $10. Right? Knock that out real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just 20 That's it? We'll have RMC come in and fix Farouked. <laughs> Perfect. RMC water coasters. Perfect. We could kill 20 enthusiasts. I could see it. I could see it. Let's be honest with ourselves. Just wait until you try the stall. <laughs> uh, that would be... Uh, okay. All right. I'm 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 excited. Well, you see, it, it's built on a burial ground. Oh, well then, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't get six millions, nothing. Why don't, you would think the land is at least worth that. Yeah, I mean... Well, I guess it's Kansas City. Why would you buy it? Yeah, yeah. It just insert any joke, and <laughs> yeah, eventually they're gonna want to like build a freeway there or something. Maybe, like, uh, yeah. But like, even if you just wanted to have it as like, I don't know, investment property, I feel like it would be more value eventually, or valuable. Build a new airport. There's lots of uses for it. Yeah, I guess it could depend on what what they really want to do. I don't. I don't know if Cedar Fair is really into the. Um that type of investment. (laughs) 
Well, you don't see the uh, Worlds of Fun International Airport opening? <laughs> yes, because Patriots an amazing invert. Thank you. Ooh. I was actually thinking about that. Why don't – like I think more airports – like I think the Denver airport is the prime candidate for it since there's nothing around it to have kind of like a Ferrari world in Dubai, have an amusement park adjacent to an airport. Having a having a, a roller coaster that launched adjacent to the uh, – that goes like 170 miles an hour <laughs> that launched right around the uh, whole airport, that would be great. That's a good idea the length of a runway so it's a slow start and you just blow the fuck up (laughs) they need to double the transport as like a coaster inside like all right we're going from terminal one to terminal two it does the drop and some bunny hills (laughs) (laughs) well see depending on who who go well first of all that'd be that'd be a hard cred because you would have to get a ticket so if you the the good thing is if you flew in to 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 Detroit oh my god if you flew into Denver you'd be all right <laughs> it's like that cred that's going to be on a um a cruise all the way you can get is if you go on the cruise yeah <laughs> it's like such a new model that the the coasters down the entire cruise <laughs> although I, ima- I imagine if it's like airport transportation i just imagine like a bunch of people in wheelchairs, like flying around the cart, like in the like if it was as like a monorail. <laughs> Just the sound of wheelchairs <laughs> smacking into each other, and like, I don't know, I'm evil. Yeah, only only old people go on cruises. So <laughs> it's fu- it's funny that I say that because uh, one of my um, one of the folks I work with, he's an older gentleman. He said he's going on a cruise in two weeks, and I'm like. Just prove my point because he's an older guy. More power to him. Even even gay cruises are all old queens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just old queens. Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, we know we know Rob is going to get on that boat. Oh, he's already riding it. He's probably ridden it twice, let's be honest. Or he yelled at it from a Starbucks. You never know. <laughs> He's like, if there's not a Starbucks on board. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I remember on the TPR chat when it was super late at night, Alyssa was always in the chat with like Wes. Um, who else? One other like one other like one of their best friends was always in the chat super late. Maybe it was like Derek, like super late. And I remember one night they were joking about Rob being gay and how like he wouldn't have sex with Alyssa or something. And like she was clearly venting, but being kind of funny about it. So (laughs) who knows? That's interesting. Yeah, this is like an 05. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember really being in that chat late then, but didn't you make your way into that BOF group? I it was because uh, probably simultaneously getting ripped up, ripped on, but also like, yeah, I don't know. Like it was fucking weird because Wes, you know, the four one one nine zero, he ripped off of my name because they made this topic about what four one one nine zero means, and I was like a kid when I made it, so I just meant my. It was literally just my birthday. 
which is kind of funny to think about having your birthday as a fucking public profile, you know, like <laughs> on the internet. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Wes ripped it and he, he's kept it. Like it's, it's funny going on there and seeing that still on his profile name. Yep. Uh, wow. Yeah, I agree. So, I never really was. On, I never was really in the TPR chat. I'm not really in the TPR. Just in general. Yeah, it was cool. Like one year, the first when it launched, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, and then it kind of died after 06. Yeah, then TPR TPR it. 06 is kind of when I uh, what should we call it? Shit in the coaster fourth. There's the words. Okay, were you on any forums before that? No, I was early 06. Okay. Okay. Because Ben and I met through fucking forums way back in what, like nice. 06, 07? Yeah, we met in 07 through TPR. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but I think my first ever forum was probably Coaster Force in, I want to say 2003, 2004. And it was a totally different site back then. Yeah, that's a lot of things changed over the years. Makes sense. The The whole enthusiast thing is different now and it happens with life oh yeah completely just just think about how things have changed yeah so okay so yeah so uh lagoon amusement park was forced to end their operating season due to cold temperatures and snow um yeah it's been pretty cold in the mountains i don't think anything could really run there in the snow either how much snow is there like usually um well utah gets a lot it's, utah's kind of like denver where it'll just hit, hit with like two feet of snow and then the next day it'll be 90 and it will melt in a couple hours but yeah like lagoon is is at the base of mountains like it's you know it's not surrounded by them but it's like literally at the base of this mountain range so it probably gets hit with crazy storms but that'd be i mean i think that'd be kind of cool to go there though if you know, riding roller coasters in the snow. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. What was that? In like Valley Cannibal. <laughs> probably that one would probably Valley. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything there that could really operate in snow. Maybe the wooden coaster. Have you guys ridden roller coasters in the snow? No, I could have got on Timbers, Mystic Timbers. Oh, no. Nice. But uh, I haven't gone to their winter winter event yet. Ooh, that'd be sick. I haven't. Yeah, the they, they don't operate below 40, but apparently it had snowed, and then it was like 43 the next day. Okay. Um, and, a, and a friend of mine got on it, and it was, you know, the, the whole ride was covered in snow, of course, besides the tracks, because they obviously cleared those off. But yeah, so riding at 40 degrees covered in snow was crazy to think about. Yeah. I've So I've ridden, um, let's see, I've ridden... Uh, at Elitch, I've ridden the Boomerang and Sidewinder in this in like three, four inches of snow. So that was pretty cool. But it was also it was like sunny, so it was like really sunny and then also snowing. So it's kind of weird, but it was pretty fun. Damn, that sounds pretty interesting. I want to go to Great America when it's snowing. What what stays open cold at Great America? All the B and M's and the wooden coasters. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Max Force is run, ain't running in the cold. That's for sure. 
Max Force doesn't run in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> we got a one ride on it. We're good. Do you guys remember 08 opening day when pretty much nothing opened because it was windy? And I think Superman opened later in the day, and that was pretty much it. It was like Demon, Viper, Superman. Vaguely, but... It was the year Deja Vu was like half deconstructed. Oh, yeah, kind of. You know, all the weed since then and now has all worked, so it's a little hazy at times. Uh, I I uh, I don't remember that. No, I didn't. My first time visiting there, I think, it was 2010. So, but I do remember going to um, Cedar Point opening day, and it being a complete shit show. So that was fun. Wait, you said that was 2010? That I went to Great America. Yeah, I, I didn't go before 2010. That the Cedar Point's opening day, I think, it was like maybe 07. Oh, okay. Because uh, that was a year that Maverick was supposed to open. Yeah, but they but they didn't, of course. I was gonna say I think so, it was I think it was 2010 Cedar Point opening day was really fucking brutal because it was the it was like I was supposed to start working but I lied to HR and said my my school went two more weeks so that's so random thing about working at Cedar Point at the time they would actually call your school and figure out when your first date like you know, when your start and end date were of your semesters and basically make you work make you work like three days before and after your start and end dates. Ew. So this was like 2010. So it's probably different now, but like, yeah. So anyway, like I remember I had to lie so I could go to opening day and then process in the next Sunday, but it was a shit show anyway. (laughs) So, Oh, wait, I got (sighs) another sneeze. (laughs) We should do, we should do a running count. Can we do a running count of how many sneezes I got tonight? We're we're up to like six or seven right now. Bing. <laughs> that well, my sneezes are loud enough. That would be great if if you could somehow if this was like a video, just have a running counter at the bottom. <laughs> Marcus sneeze one two. <laughs> this is a public service announcement from your favorite coaster sucks. Do not crop dust in line for a roller coaster. And if you do, at least make sure it's funny. Yeah, like a loud one, like a, a killer one in front of like some teenage girls that think they're cute and sassy that may be considered illegal in some states. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you're in line, though, for a roller coaster and there's some gross people in their line with you? Like, let's say you're waiting for Batman the ride and you think you're being crop dusted, but then you find out it's just like somebody's body odor. Oh. Somebody just nasty. Oh yeah, that especially during the summer. Oh, you just see people with like sweat down their back, and then they just got off the ride that you're about to get on. Oh, so th- I I had an OCD panic attack when I rode Manta at SeaWorld because it was probably 98 degrees, and those ro- like those restraints like you're basically in like a coffin it's like oh yeah it's like a bondage device so every you know two-thirds of the surface area of your skin are in contact with the seat and the, or the restraint so i remember like getting off of it and i was just soaked with sweat oh. um and i like wanted to fucking burn myself in the middle of the exit like it was i was so disgusted that's just uh... was it worth the credit no it wasn't Okay, so apparently uh, the American Dream Mall that we were talking about before, they have a dedicated team 
of 12 that roves the park just watching for fires or the whole mall, I guess. That's weird. But I suppose if it's such an open air building, I bet the smoke detection isn't as a, you know, it's probably not as like good in that environment. I could see it. This building's a shit show. It's such a shit show. Oh man. I'm just, <laughs> but I wonder what can, I wonder what can really catch on fire. Well, I said, okay, actually there's probably a lot, a lot. <laughs> but I say the whole building. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, I was just thinking like, the, well, okay, you got a water park and an amusement park. Uh, I suppose if RMC is not working on anything, you don't have that as much of a fire risk, but yeah. Oh yeah. You, you, you definitely don't have it, but it's possible. <laughs> Remember that like three RMC started on fire. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> Probably from their like union workers smoking cigarettes on the job, <laughs> flicking them. So, what, what else? What, what's that? Oh, they're teasing twenty twenty. That's going to be nothing. <laughs> there you go. Complete discussion. I love it. <laughs> so, so this is this is typical. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, what the hell's the douchebag's name? Uh, Tony Clark. You know that guy. There it is. Tony Clark. Um, typical from Tony Clark. Just blowing out some stuff that's going to be complete ass. There, there, there is there is nothing that I believe regarding this. The most we're going to see is a flat cash money. I will bet cash money on that one. <laughs> the return of witch's wheel <laughs> right they're gonna do because there's there's some next gen next gen um uh witch's wheels out there so yeah they'll get one of those six flags ones yeah or larsen loot <laughs> yeah well like who says an announcement has to be an addition of a ride maybe they're just gonna announce they're gonna remove magnum or something <laughs> <laughs> that will never ever happen <laughs> Just uh, the, the the theories though that come out with this from the fanboys, oh, they're so delicious. Oh, they they feed my troll brain. Why? What are why? What are they like? As in like ridiculous stuff or? Oh, just it goes from I don't know if you saw our, our Twitter post on this. Uh, actually, I want to go look at. Wait, what the hell did we say? <laughs> I wrote it. I forget what the hell we wrote. Um, to, to those thinking uh, CP is going to get something major, please think logically rather than, uh, oh my god, mega super ultra raptor with 400 loops and naked people. <laughs> Where can I ride that? That's uh, next week at um, Silver Dollar City. Nice. <laughs> Don't they always do those naked roller coaster rides in England? Yeah, what's they, they, I know they did Nemi. I don't know what the last one was. Might have been Kumali. At Flamingo Land. Wow. Ben, that's taking that manta sweat to a whole new level. Oh, yeah. You get that dick sweat on there? Oh, the vagina sweat? Ass sweat. The bad sweat? Yeah. Getting the drip? Think about it. That, that seatbelt, that crotch seatbelt is fabric that just absorbs everything. You can't really wash that. And then you got a vagina just like, 
you know, straddling it. Oh yeah. See that that's the thing though. Like I was seeing some of those people. Some of them were, you know, they were they were some people that were in some shape. You know, even if they were some shapes, they were in, in relative shape. But you saw some people that were like, ooh, they sweat coming out of the shower. Ugh. Like, ooh, I don't want that on my seat because I'd be scared for you know Jesus Christ if he sat in that seat. I'm literally just picturing 70 of the worst person I've met at a coaster enthusiast event. <laughs> yeah. The problem is half of those people are overweight. Well, like not to mention like the, the toilet paper at theme parks is very low quality. So imagine just like, I don't know, people shitting, just whatever, leaving snail trails on seats. Oh, <laughs> 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 snail trails on seats the whole rest of the day it's just like uh the ride's down because we are bleaching everything currently it's just a guy with a hazmat suit and a pressure washer it's like thanks for attending naked coaster riding 2019 we'll see you next year <laughs> i'm also just like picturing there's at least one dude just like stroking the entire ride you've never done that You've never, you've never, you've never like had a hand job on Wizard. Not since yesterday. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Although now I feel like shit. I'm too old. <laughs> I mean, you're never too old for a handy. I mean, what? On a coaster. I rode the Wizard. I rode the Wizard with so many attractive women, but I was like closeted, and nothing happened. I can see it. Uh, real quick before we get out of this news, we got a follow up to last week's story. Silver Dollar City has countersued the idiot with the home dark ride haunt thing that sued them. Oh, stupid ass. <laughs> so now, as I was saying last week, I'm sure there's going to be legal fees and court fees associated with the lawsuit. So, you know, you're on the hook for a shit ton of money then. Oh, yeah. Your dumbass frivolous lawsuit. Well, he'll be paying up. He's gonna want to reopen that damn ride to make some money. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right. So it's time for a super fun segment. Uh, we do it every week here. It's one of my favorites. Marcus, I hope you enjoy it too. This is the killer coaster of the week. <laughs> and this week's killer coaster is Mindbender at Galaxyland at West Edmonton Mall. Ben, you know this ride better than anybody else I know. You go ahead. Take it away. Yeah, I was I was really obsessed with this ride for most of my life until I rode it in 09. So a buddy of ours, we did this crazy road trip. We did this crazy coaster trip with, I think it only had 27 credits, and it was 10 days. So we just, like, looped around the north, or, uh, like the U.S. Canada border went to Edmonton and Vancouver and Winnipeg and stuff, but uh, no, it's a good ride. And it, just like the one in Mexico, just killed somebody recently. I think the same thing happened on this one. Where uh, was it a bogey? Is that how you, is that what the term is? Um, of the car busted off from the excessive G force and it derailed the last car and it sent the people chucked them out. I do think it's funny though that they're the way they combated the issue is just adding shoulder restraints as if a like 
if it happens again, at least they'll stay into the car. <laughs> that, yeah, that's... Oh, man. That's that's half the reason I really want to ride those rides. <laughs> not, not only are they not getting younger, it's like an old person. They're just getting older, <clears throat> and they're not getting any... Well, they're still good. They're still entertaining, but they can break at any time. <laughs> yeah. No, that's definitely, like... I. I would consider it one of the more intense coasters I've ridden. Um, it's one of those rides that you, when you get off of it, you kind of feel like you went through a workout and you don't want to ride it again because it's, you have to like give yourself some time to recoup from it. Yeah. But it's really good. It's so good. I love it. It's still in my top 10. And now that I live in Seattle, I hope I can ride it again because it's a, They've got like $150 round trip tickets to Edmonton uh, from Seattle if anyone needs that credit. So <laughs> I'll stop by. <laughs> Next time I'm out west, I'll stop by. Ooh, I mean, it does look really great. I love Schwarzkopf's, but there is that added thrill of like, holy shit, this thing almost pulls six Gs several times and it's run this way ever since 1972 or whatever. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What I so what I found interesting about it too is like everyone talks about the loops because the loops are cartoonishly small on that ride compared to the rest of the ride. But um the excessive G force actually I thought was more felt on the bottom of the drops and not really through the loops. Um but it's really fucking cool though because the um there's a pathway that goes over the ride. And so the entire ride, there's probably like, I don't know, 15 insane head choppers from all the paths. Um, so it's just, it's really good. I, I, I fucking love the ride. Go ride it before it kills someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus, you ever been on this ride? I, I haven't. No, I've not been to that part of Canada. I hope to go at some point, but yeah, like Ben said, before it has some other accident. Yeah, because it's old. It's it's um, 40 years old. Yeah, it's, that's what I was saying. It's not getting... No, maybe not that old. I think it was built in 87, 88, so I can't quite, but I think it's as old as uh, Olympia Looping, which I got the ride this year, and that was really cool. Yeah, it's around that same age. How is that compared to this one? So Olympia Looping was... More so, I don't want to say tame because Olympia looping isn't um, isn't tame at all. But it's it's not as intense and it's it's smoother. Um, but I, I didn't realize this. But Olympia looping actually changes the they can change the length of the trains. Um, so when I run it or when I rode it, it was r- running with seven cars. Um, but sometimes it runs with four uh, five cars. And so I wonder if that like changes the intensity of it. Holy shit. That back row seems insane. Oh, yeah. It significantly does. If you think about uh, the G's and how it would apply on the train, depending on where you sit on the back row. Oh. Yeah. So on when it was running seven cars, I rode front and back. And it was like typical. The strongest, the most forceful part of the ride was actually the the pullout of, of the like the end of the loop in the back row. Um, especially the first loop. So if you ride in the very back and you go through the first loop, like right at the pullout, you kind of feel that like that like split second of spine crushing. That's almost a little too much, but no, the ride's really good. Like it's very smooth. There's not a single moment of headbanging. Um, it is kind of trimmed, 
So it's not as forceful as it could be, but good ride. For sure. Yeah. All right. um, Real quick, I'm switching to a shot of like three quarters vodka, one quarter diet Mountain Dew. So let's see how this goes. Good luck. Ooh, it was really terrible. (laughs) Okay, so it's time for the Disney Minute. The Disney Minute. Come to this happy place. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're gonna go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on earth. Disneyland. Welcome everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are gonna talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Disney Skyliner hosted its millionth guest. Disney will expand their villains after hours event. Primeval World has closed once again. Disney will offer a preview of Frozen 2 to its park and cruise guests. All right. The Disney Minute. So we are going to forego our typical listener questions section because uh, our segment because we have a guest, of course, but you can still send your questions on into us at your favorite coaster sucks at gmail. Um, okay, so Marcus, what's the worst roller coaster you've ever? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, by the way, I finished the wine, so that was a whole, was a whole bottle. So anyway, anyway uh, so okay, so so Marcus, what's the worst roller coaster you've ever ridden? All right, by far, not even close. Nothing comes close to this roller coaster. The villain at Geauga Lake. Fuck! Everyone keeps saying that. I loved it. Ugh. Now I'm I'm from Northeast Ohio, so going to Geauga Lake was uh, a religion for me. Really, go all the time. It was only like thirty minutes from my house, so uh, having a season or uh, a platinum pass back then, I think. Um, yeah, you can get in there. So I go to go there literally just on the way. And then I went to college in Northwest Ohio. So I would hit up Disney, Disney. <laughs> I'd have Jog Lake and Cedar Point just all the time. But the villain is still to this day, the only roller coaster that I had to crawl off of because it hurts so bad. So would you say though, it was, it got worse or it was always that way? Yes. So yeah, it got much worse. Yeah. I wrote it in 01 and I loved it, but I mean, I wrote it before that, but I, you know, I would, I'd ride it every year. So I would see how much worse it got. I would want to ride double loop over that, which says a lot, a big Woody compared to an old arrow. Yeah. I'd rather ride the double loop, which to be fair was still a great ride. (laughs) Considering. That ride was pretty rough when I rode it, like pretty bogusly rough. But that was like oh six. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it was came out of nowhere too. Because you you see this big Woody. It's it, it's a it was a CCI, so you were expecting better. And then it's it's funny because they built. I think it was a CCI, but either way, uh, wait, God damn it! Now I got to double check. Hold on, oh beep beep, back up, motherfuckers. Um, because <laughs> there's only one villain out there. Villain, you bastard. There you are, you son of a bitch. 
Yeah, CCI. And CCI also built um, – oh, they built Boulder Dash, I believe, mm-hmm. which that's about top ten. And my number zero is <laughs> – below zero uh, – is, uh, is is Villain. So, And then Cornball Express, love it. They've got some good ones out there, but there's – and Lost, Lost Coast or Superstition Mountain. Can't go on that one or can't hate on that one either. And Raven and Shivering Timbers. But somehow Villain just shits down your uh, spine – uh, and makes you a bitch. So um, <laughs> that's what um, that's what it felt like for me. Yeah, that's my worst roller coaster by far. I, I don't know if anything will ever top it. I think it. I think a lot of it had to do with those trains because I can't think of because uh, that cheetah chase was a CCI with those trains and that sucked. Villain or no boss? Boss also is rough. Yeah, those are those Gerslowers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it sometimes always has to do with the train. I remember riding Villain with the when they had the PTCs, and uh, it was smoother actually. Yeah. So that you, you might have ridden it because a lot of people would never remember what trains they rode, but they do remember the ride itself. Because as soon as another good example of that is, uh, I think Son of Beast went to uh, those Gerslauer trains. Yeah, they did. Yep. When they removed the loop. Yeah, they went from the big trains, which still were rough. To the the uh, Gerstlauer trains, which was rougher. So, so it's funny they had to remove, they had to add lighter trains because it couldn't make it through the loop. I always wondered if they tested that and figured out it wouldn't work, or they did like some kind of, or they were able to do some kind of like calculation to figure it out. Because I just think it'd be funny to see a Gerstlauer train trying to go through that loop and then valleying. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They were using the demo version and No Limits one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that's what they use to design it. So yeah. So in your experience, which park has the best bathrooms? Oh, I've always liked um, Silver Dollar City and Dollywood. Those uh, those are those are comfortable bathrooms. Um, not great, but not bad. And usually the theme parks that are smaller. Tend to be the better ones. I've been to so many parks now; it's 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 tough to differentiate some because they're they're all not great. <laughs> <laughs> so, and really, I'm not really pooping at parks. <laughs> so for me, it's like, um, you know, I guess, uh, I guess, yeah, I'd have to say one of those two parks. I also love those two parks a lot. So for me to say that was one of those two parks is really great. Yeah, I'd have to. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Sorry. I just remembered this story. I haven't thought thought about it in like ten years. I I broke a toilet at Callaway Park in uh, Calgary, Alberta. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was on that trip with our friend, and it was like day five of the trip. So I haven't I haven't shit in five days. <laughs> oh yeah. We go to Callaway Park, and this like, it was like a fucking hammer handle, just like doing laps in my intestines and yeah i broke the fucking toilet it started overflowing and everything (laughs) that's that's when you run for the hills i can't believe i just forgot about that it's so great that's the best credit of the trip (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh so yeah marcus what was the worst media day experience you've ever had all right, so I've been on I've been on quite a few myself. I've never had a bad experience. Um, one where I came off like, "What the hell am I doing?" Right, 
Um, so for me, I would have to say I've been to like five or six media days. Some of them were exclusive. Some of them not. Oh, man. It may be this year. Maybe still curtain. Oh, just because it was so uh, – so the other media days I've been to, um, heck, I went to um, – um, what you call it at uh, – when they opened uh, Skyrocket at Kennywood too. That was a good time. The real problem was the ride. Um, the, nothing wrong with the ride. Great ride. Love the ride, actually. Um, but the big part problem was that it um, – the ride, you didn't run many. I still got a few laps on it, but it would take forever. I was trying to take pictures, and it would just – you just wouldn't – you wouldn't see it uh, very often. It was tough to, you know, get get to spots where you wanted to and wait and wait and wait. Um, um, and still, as you could tell, they had teething issues a majority of the year, in fact. So – Right. Was it running only one train that day? Yes. So a story, I think I shared on the podcast. I don't know if you guys heard it, but um, so I rode it opening day. I was the second opening day, media day. I was the second train ever. Third train technically ever. They certified it the night before media day to run with people. And the only people that had been on it, one train had gone with the people from um, SNS. And that was it. So the first train was literally the first full train to ever ride with not dummies, of course, with full of people and the, the the ride ops had never been on it. The um, park staff had never been on it. So I was like legitimately saying that's the closest I've been to one of the first ever rides on a roller coaster simply for the fact that it literally they certifies it the day before they were so far behind and just all this. Man, it was it was kind of a shit show. That sounds like uh, what Cedar Point does, or at least when I worked there. So I was there for Shoot the Rapids and Windseeker opening, and uh, they had the state on the platform sending, and then they started to send employees while they were doing the inspection. Um, so like Shoot the Rapids, two boat two boats sank <laughs> um, during an employee ride, and they ran it during a thunderstorm. So there was like lightning striking nearby and they were still running the ride to get all the cycles in because they had to open it to the public and they didn't care about employees. Um, the next year I got the ride Windseeker, the first ride with people on it and all the cars started slamming into each other because they didn't know you had to balance the seats. <laughs> and like seven employees had to go to the ER with minor injuries. From like the cars, because all of a sudden the ride stopped, and all of a sudden the cars, if you were sitting in front of an empty one, it was swinging back and like smacking people's knees, and they were putting their hands out and spraining wrists. Oh, Jesus. And that was with the state inspecting it on the platform at the time. So, Golden Ticket Best Park. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't get better than that. Um, so, <laughs> what's the longest you've ever waited in line? What ride was it for? And was it worth it? So I kind of have a tie with this one. Um, uh, I've waited four and a half hours, three times. Um, The first time was for Top Thrill Dragster. 
Um, a month after it opened, it was a hot day. Uh, we waited four and a half hours for it, got on it. Um, we came actually with my friend's church. We took a, they rented a big old, you know, one of those big old buses. I'm, I'm not a religious man myself, but, you know, best friend invited me. I was going to go. Um, and we were the only people on that entire, I think it was a 60 person bus, the only people on the entire bus to ride it that day. And these were younger people. They were, these weren't like, you know, a bunch of old folks that are like, oh, that's a big ride. Screw it. They know, we were the only people to ride it. So it, a lot of people waited a long time that day. It's that year, really, to ride that ride. Um, yeah. I also waited. Um, so that that was definitely worth it because that was my very first ride on uh, Dragster. Uh, the second time was for um, uh, Maverick, simply because uh, it's funny. All of these are at Cedar Point. Uh, <laughs> um it was, I forget what it was, maybe 08? No, it was like 2011, excuse me. Uh, and it started raining, and we were on, in the station like the next train to go, or the, the two trains away. And it started raining, so I was like, okay, well, nothing's going to be freaking open. We had just ate. We waited like 45 minutes. We're like, yeah, let's just wait. We saw the radar coming. We're like, well, we're comfortable. Let's wait. It was me and my wife at the uh, girlfriend at the time, now wife. Um, and we were like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Ended up the saying, screw it, because the rain had stopped, but they were like, lightning had just struck. There's no, nothing nearby. We didn't want to wait. It didn't open for the hour and a half, apparently, so good thing we left. So that was the second time. So that was that was not worth it. Um, we probably could have went and got something to eat or drank some beer or something. I don't know. Uh, there's no real indoor rides at Cedar Point, as you guys know. So, And then the last time was uh, last year, Steel Vengeance. My first time riding it, of course. Uh, we ran down, um, uh, got there, one of the first rides of the day, um, or tried to be one of the first riders of the day, and it just broke down a couple of times early in the day, and it ended up being four and a half hours, but certainly worth it. It was opening weekend for the ride, so everybody went to it. So, um, yeah, we uh, that was wholeheartedly worth it. I think we rode it like four or five times that day because the line died died down after because um obviously you know, the lines were kind of crazy so people were just skipping it so we would just go back and then it, it went it ended up being like an hour hour later in the day or something like that so worth it damn that was it three times four and a half hours oh wow yeah i would not there isn't really a ride in the world Unless it's something like, like a bucket list coaster that I'd really wait more than two hours for at this point. So I've been on so many rides at this point. It's, you know, it's not wor- really worth it anymore. <laughs> Happens when you've been around the block a few times. You've been going around. But there, there's a couple of um, uh, Asian coasters I'd wait for. Probably like T-Express, um, Steel Dragon, things like that. It would be a couple hours I'd wait for it, definitely. Um some stuff out in uh, in Europe, I'd wait a couple hours for. Maybe some, but definitely Gold Reef City um, to ride Anaconda oh, yeah. or uh, the drop, mine drop. I forget what it's called, but yeah, those those would be a couple hour ways. But outside of that, yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be tough for me to wait that long again. Almost going into the next question, you wouldn't you wouldn't wait that long to go on a kitty coaster. <laughs> <sighs> well, it depends on which one we're talking about. <laughs> um, no, I definitely would not. Um, 
I would say um, I've been on some good rides, though. Kitty rides, that is. Um, the best one was probably a small little park in um, New Jersey. So there was a day I was rolling my friend down the Jersey Shore, and we did nine parks in one day. Um, there, you know, those little little shits on the side of the road with one coaster, and there was one that we stopped because it was on the way to um, Maury's Piers, and we grabbed a little kitty ride, and I was like, that was actually really fun. It had strong G's. You weren't expecting it. Even the ride ops were like, yeah, that's actually a great little kitty ride. So, yeah, that, I forget the name of it now. I'd, I'd have to go through my count. Um, I think it was at Bowcraft, if I remember correctly. But oh, yeah, that's a good ride. Yeah, yeah, you've been on it. Good, good. Yeah, that one at Bowcraft. It's it's since closed, so you can't ride it anymore. But yeah, that was a really weird ride. Although it was funny because like the first half was very intense, and then the second half was like a kitty coaster. Yeah, it dies off because you you're like you're first of all you're not expecting it by looking at it, and then you're like, holy crap, all this craziness, and then oh, <laughs> well. It's like that one at Dollywood, that invert with the weird overhang or the weird overbanked first turn. Yeah, I haven't been on that yet, but yeah, no, no, yeah, I could definitely, yeah, I could definitely see the relationship with that one. They're cuddling. <laughs> okay, so obviously, I, I think I already know the answer to this, but have you ever asked a ride ape? <laughs> have you ever asked a ride ape? <laughs> I can't talk. This happens like at a You're certain good. point. Um, have you have you ever asked a ride operator out? Um, if yes, have you ever had sex with that ride operator? Uh, no, I've never asked a ride operator out. I have. Um, I've been in purely an enthusiast. I've never worked in a park. I've come close. Uh, I definitely flirted wholeheartedly, especially during marathons um, of rides, because you know you get to obviously know some ride operators pretty well mm-hmm. after you're riding it ten times in a row. Um, and I've gotten some pretty hard, like, huh, if I would have, I could, I could get this girl's number if I really wanted to, but all those parks would always be like, you know, I'm stopping here for a couple hours, then leaving and driving four hours. So I'd be like, uh, I would, it wouldn't be worth it. (laughs) Right. Right. So yeah, no, I, I've never worked at a park. Uh, so I mean, I worked at, at Cedar Point for like a, what was it during a hollow weekends for something for when I was in college? But other than that, yeah, I've never, uh, yeah, never close as a, as a, as a normal person, but, uh, as a guest, but close as you know, no cigar as it were. <laughs> well, if you did date someone working at a theme park and it came with benefits associated with the, with whatever department they were working in, like if they were in foods, you'd get free food. Or if they were in maintenance, you could go see the shop. Like, what department would you choose? I'd definitely be maintenance, without a doubt. Um, because food, I don't care about. All the food's terrible. Um, rides can only really get you so much. And depending on what park you're talking about, most of the rides I've already been on. So, yeah, what's a front of the line pass to a, a ride I've been on you know, 300 times? But the stuff you don't see and the stuff that you get sometimes um, – uh, you know, going to some parks if they if they give you any perks, like for instance, um, in twenty what year did Lightning Rod open? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, we got some night ERT, and then they also gave us a a shop tour, uh, behind the scenes and all this fun stuff. 
of Lightning Rod. And that is so cool because you can go underneath, you see all the mechanics and all that. Um, and that's really, really something that you you don't think about because all your, your it's it's all covered, it's all away. You, you never you know you're never there to really see it. And then once you see it, you're like, holy crap, this is a lot of shit to go into this. Um, and also, my eyes were widened even more when I went to IAPA last year because um, every manufacturer is there. Now, not just for rides, not just like ride designers, but like people that make like the damn sensors, people that make the wheels that move, that move the, the the engines that power the wheels, every single type of manufacturer. And I have always thought, and before that, probably naively, that every ride manufacturer just has all that themselves. Nope, farmed out the, the, the lowest bidder to the to the to the you know, whoever has the opportunity to work with them. So. Um. Yeah, it's 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 it's. Uh, I definitely would pick maintenance just because the visibility on stuff that you don't see would be great. Because I've always enjoyed that type of stuff from a roller coaster enthusiast standpoint. Of course, not really in any other not any other life. Not really. I'm not huge on that type of stuff. But when it comes to roller coasters, definitely. Well, I would like to address the elephant in the room, and that if it's a maintenance person, we're talking like. If we're asking this question to straight men and they're saying maintenance, think about the women in maintenance they'd be interacting with. And do you think that's ideal? <laughs> Would you ever find, you know, a 10 in maintenance or even? No, you probably wouldn't. But to be honest, I've definitely had some solid sevens and eights um, uh, change my oil before. So who <laughs> I'd be like, mm-hmm, that'd be worth it. So, you know, you never, you never know, really. You never know. When you say that, I picture that woman who married the, um, was it the thousand and one knots ride or the, uh, <laughs> yeah, or, or she's like making out. With <laughs> oh God. You smell really good today. I can, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's the most annoying experience you've had with an employee? Oh, I got um, I got stapled once. I forget what ride it was. It was out of Six Flags for sure. All I remember is the experience. Like that, that's how loud the experience was. Was that I don't remember what ride it was or even what park. I just remember it was Six Flags, and I remember the the employee because I got into a pretty loud shouting match because I have. Um, pretty big thighs <laughs> um not embellishing at all i just I, I was a runner in college i've been i was a runner my whole life and my legs are just i got big quads and i got a big ass <laughs> so um restraints don't like they look like I, i'm very deceiving for my size people always i say how much i weigh people are like wait a minute you really do weigh that much like yeah the, my thighs are just that big they add a lot of weight that you just don't see so, um, they pinned me hard, um, and it hurt, like physically hurt. Well, I told them to release the restraints. I was like, hey, release this. This is too tight. This, this ain't working. I can't. Oh, really? You can't? You're going to let me out of this damn ride right now. Uh, and uh, they didn't. So, I was like, well, get your supervisor. And they dispatched a train. Ho, ho. Let me tell you, first of all, luckily it was, I, I don't remember it being a long ride, but I got back. Oh, I was heated. So um, 
uh, God, this was so long ago. I'm, I'm trying to remember some details. Um, but uh, I had to talk to the supervisor. Um, and I was like, hey, yo, this ain't my leg hurts. Like this ain't this ain't funny. Like, I'm not messing around. I ain't leaving this platform until you get somebody involved with this and shit. So they, they, of course, you know, they did a typical amusement park shit, but that was by far the worst with an employee because it was, um, they pinned me and they did not give a fuck. Like, Oh, it hurts so bad. I actually had something similar happen on. Now I do remember this one because, um, uh, the dimension of the restraints were, uh, was wicked twister. Um, they tried to buckle me on the, you know, how it's got two restraints on there. Uh, the farther one for the smaller people. And then, um, uh, the shorter one for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. They tried to go to the long one or the shorter one. I was like, yo, homie, that ain't going to work. And he kept trying. I was like, loud. Cause I can get, I get pretty loud. When I really want to. I'm like, yo, homie, that ain't going to work. And then like a customer started looking and uh, other employees. And he was like, okay. And then he released your restraints and then redid it. I was like, I told you it wasn't going to work looking at his face the whole time and then they as because it was the front seat too so as they shot i was looking dead ass at the uh ride operators the entire time i'd come back like you know because obviously impulse i'd look come back and be like mm-hmm not making them just looking straight at him and as i got out i released the restraints just literally followed his ass eye to eye the entire way because i was a lot bigger than that cat i'm, I'm not a big dude but you know, some of those ride outs are like five, eight, buck ten. Uh, this guy was trying to think that I was some, you know, a guy that looked like him, a little bony piece of shit when I have muscles and shit. So cause when I ran a track, I was, my, my upper body was actually relatively thin, but my lower body, I was packing, baby. Had it. <laughs> so those are my two words. But the first one, it, it scarred me. Like I, 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 I have, I, I kind of brace myself every time to not get pinned because that one time I got pinned actually on a side story, similar to that, we were at a coaster force live. Uh, and, um, my, my friends definitely remember this cause we got, we got, uh, it was, tw- it was 11 of us and we got a, um, exclusive ride on uh, Maverick, just the 11 of us It's a 12 person train. It's pretty easy, but, um, because he got pinned on dragster, um, and he complained. <laughs> so I forget who it was. One of our friends, boyfriends, and he got, he, um, yeah, he got pinned. Uh, he actually worked there, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, Ben, no, not Ben. Oh shit. What was his name? Brad, Brad? No, I fucking forget. It was years ago. <laughs> it was, it was 07. So it was a hot second ago, but <laughs> Yeah. It was a free free walk. It was a forty five minute wait. We skipped, and it was front of line on uh, on uh, Mavericks. So I'll take that. I actually saw pictures and video of that ride because our, our our friend's father uh, videoed it. <laughs> but not worth getting stapled. No, not at all. I would never trade that for a, a get stapled. No, that's so painful. I don't know how ride ops would think that's okay. In any way, just uh. yeah. One of our uh, friends actually got what I think it was Crohn or no colon cancer, and like it was amplified by Batman getting stapled like on Batman the Ride. So the restraint getting like gut punched by it, I guess like flared his colon cancer, and like that's when he knew something was up. So like yeah, those restraints can do damage, 
you have a lot of leverage as an employee to like push that on somebody. It's surprising. People don't are often not that considerate. Like the one thing that I like, so I'm six six. So when I ride any PTC coaster, oh yeah, I just lift my knees really high and it, you know, can I get I can get the lap bar pretty high and then I'll just like cross my legs yeah. and drop it and I have like six inches of room. <laughs> I'm short and uh have a very average body with no muscles. <laughs> you're you're like <laughs> You're yeah, right, but you're not right. like I, I don't get stapled. I guess I just I just have diabetes instead. <laughs> Your body isn't that like comfort window of what they design, like what they design restraints for, like the ideal size. So you're good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great. Cool. Cool. Can't relate to you guys. <laughs> I just ride my rides comfortably. <laughs> um. You have any good Rob Alvey stories? No, nah, no, I don't. Unfortunately, um, we uh, uh, I've I've talked to him a few times, um, interacted with him at some media days. Um, most of my stories are known to most people. Um, I've intentionally distanced myself from him because um, uh, the community is is filled with enough toxic people that uh it's not even worth wasting your time with it's so annoying especially it's it's that's the other reason i kind of gravitated towards coaster force was because i've met the people that run coaster force over the years all of them and they're all a lot like myself just chilled laid-back people that just want to hang out with people that they they like and ride some roller coasters and, and go to an amusement park and it does it's never felt like that not only just with rob but with that whole shenango itself so i'm trying to distance myself with people like that and i've got to know a lot of good people because of it um and it's hilarious how many people don't like rob i will say that it is hilarious yeah and not not just like people that are like you did something bad at my park or you did something like this is people in general like in the industry so at iapa last year I, i was lucky enough to meet a number of people um that well, one I always wanted to meet, like uh, uh, Alan Shilke and 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 Fred Grubb, and a lot of people at RMC, a lot of other designers and and, and manufacturers, and and just you know you, you start chatting. I'm a pretty personable guy, and I can pretty much talk to anybody. Uh, and and when you talk to these people, you 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 get you know what they like and don't like in the industry. And and one thing I funny, funny thing I learned about Shilke, he hates talking about roller coasters. <laughs> He literally likes talking about anything else. Yeah. Well, oh, when you talk about it all day, you don't really want to talk about it all night. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, especially like the fanboyism that started around RMC now. Like he shows up at a park. How'd you get the idea for the zero G stall? Yeah, it's so. Oh, I couldn't imagine being like that. Um, uh, and 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 just and that's why I think he genuinely enjoyed chatting with myself because I'm a. I'm a huge coaster fan, but I'm more of I can talk about literally anything. I remember we were talking about college football for a minute because um, he lives out west. I forget, I think he lives in Colorado or Nevada, one of the two. Um, but we were just talking about random shit, going hunting. I've never gone hunting, but he told me some some war stories. I'm like, oh great! And then we of course got drunk and high. But you know, hey, right. uh, <laughs> he, he, he smokes weed. Oh yeah! Oh dude, come on now. 
<laughs> no, I'm not surprised. I just, I just find that. <laughs> Have you seen a picture of Alan Shilke? That literally just says it all. You don't got to meet the guy or talk to the guy. You just look at him like, yeah. We should do an episode where we do mushrooms of Alan Shilke. <laughs> yes, we should. That would be the greatest. That would be the greatest. Oh. Uh, but no, yeah, no. But people like that that don't like Rob because of how he is. Like that Twitter blow up over Starbucks. Literally, people have said that well before of the reasons why they don't like Rob Alvey. It's because of that attitude, that entitled douchebag Karen attitude that he has. Oh, he's he's so entitled. He's an entitled asshole is what he is. He thinks he's better than people because of where he is, when in reality, he's not at all. So, and I mean, he basically creates clickbait for teenagers on Facebook. That's thing now. Yeah, which... Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's the other thing is like so seeing other creators out there, especially on YouTube, and and yeah, hell, your guys as well, um, a lot of good people, and it's it's that I think has made it recently especially more annoying because I met so many people that are fun, that are entertaining, that are great, that I can't wait to see again, and then Rob Alvey exists. It's like Rob, you you literally could have been just a chill ass dude that. If he would have been a chill ass dude, but doing the same shit he's done over the years, he would literally be the most popular person in the amusement park industry. Yeah, because like, far. I mean, I, I've met him twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, and like he seems really normal and like fun in the moment and stuff. So, yeah, I I would agree with that. Like you don't like you don't know he's you don't know like if you were to just have like a twenty minute conversation with him at a park like you would never guess how he really is. Oh yeah, and it's and it, and again I think that's the most annoying. And I've excuse me, I, I myself tried to not be like that because I've we've we've gained some sort of following on this on our our damn podcast. I don't know why, but <laughs> but um, some people like us, and I've always. Um, whenever I met somebody who's a fan of it, I, I've always tried to do that. And it, it's funny because a lot of people, and I, I've mentioned it on other other mediums, but uh, so a lot of people hate on Taylor Bybee. Um, just because of the way, you know, the way he is. He's like, he's like the next generation's Rob Alvey, but he actually seems like a good dude. Yeah. He, and there's a reason he's the, him and Scott are the only people that have been on multiple times, like planned, because well, one Scott's fucking awesome, but two, so is Taylor. He's a really, it's a cool kid. He's young too. I mean, he's 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 twenty one. So, um, and my, me being an older kid, I remember being where he is, a super enthused, wanting to know everything, wanting to go everywhere, wanting to do everything, and he just has the medium to do it. But there's nothing like. I don't see anything wrong with him. Like the people that poke fun of him are old crotchety assholes yeah. in the industry <laughs> because he knows his own faults. Like that's the thing. Like I've had time to hang out with him and get to know the kid. Um, and it's just, you know, it's the people that don't know a guy and base it purely off of, and he literally said it himself. He creates a lot of things just for the views. Like it's nothing, something that he may not be particularly interested in. But he'll create it, you know, just a, hey, he likes to build his brand up. He likes to, he enjoys filmmaking, even if it's not something he, you know, particularly is fully behind because he has a, he has a group of people that 
can really get into a, speti- a specific type of uh, um, thing that he loves to he, – he's fun, fine to get behind and provide input and put it on his channel, but not so much be like, you know, dive into it like he did for, say, Kentucky Kingdom's um, video, which is great, by the way. Um, nerdy as hell, but great. <laughs> um, but it's, it's kid like him. I he, He's borderline for me. Actually, it's funny. I told him to his face. I was like, I don't like your content, but I think you're a good guy. He's like, yeah, my content's not made for you. As in a person who's older, who's been around the block for a minute, who's who remembers the forum days, you know what I mean? Um, not people that were built on YouTube. Uh, but for those clickbait things, it was really weird because we were at Six Flags uh, Kissimmee. And we were gonna, we were just riding a mind blower. It was late. Park was dead, and these kids just came up to him and really want to ride with him. I was like, "Is this awkward at all for you, dude?" He's like, "Yeah, sometimes." <laughs> I I could not imagine a rando walking up to me and be like, "Hey, I know who you are. I want to ride a coaster with you, or take a picture with you, or do anything." I'm like, "Oh wow, that's so weird." Oh. Uh, like I'm just that's one thing I was happy with. I mean, and that's it's even weirder because he's got a huge audience, so and he, and everything's scrutinized, everything. It's so stupid. It's so stupid because especially because he's a good guy. Like if he's a piece of shit, like, like Rob Alvey, I will openly hate on that man for the rest of my life because he's a piece of shit. But I'll defend people that I, th- I think are good people. This, this community is so small. If someone's an asshole, the word's gonna get around quickly. Oh yeah, quick. Not to mention, like, if he's only 21 and he hasn't, um, considering, like, his base has grown so much and he hasn't turned into a douchebag, that kind of shows his character that he's a good guy. Like, is it, it's easy. It's so easy to fuck up when you're that young. Oh, yeah. He, the, the humbleness of that kid is incredible. Incredible. I mean, I text him from time to time, see how he's doing all that shit. <laughs> And, you know, it, it, it turns him to a, hey, how you doing? Good, good. To, you know, I'm talking to him for three hours, just texting some bullshit about coasters and stuff. So, and that just says a lot from a guy I've met a few times, hung out with a few times, and he's had on the podcast. <laughs> you know, damn well, Rob Alvey wouldn't do that shit. Right. I am not saying this to rag on him at all, that, but actually to prove to his character, he turned us down for a guest appearance, but he was very cordial in his email. Ah, good man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, honestly, the reason he was on not, my podcast is, is because it's uh, well, he knows me, um, and um, he knows Coaster Force. So, oh yeah, totally. yeah, and knowing he knows the people that own Coaster Force, all that fun stuff. Th- they're all they're all good friends. On top of I'm a, I'm I'm a good friend of the guy too. So saying yes to me is like he's going to say saying yes to people he doesn't know. To, yeah, to your favorite coaster sucks. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> well the drunk riders he doesn't drink so <laughs> to be fair uh it's fine we'll ask him again at some point whatever yeah i'll i'll tell him you're 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 good people he'll, 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 he usually again as, as long as he's got the time he, he usually doesn't turn people down well we're not about to start bugging him i emailed him once he said he's busy i understand Dudes in college and making videos and stuff. I get it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Life is busy, so he was polite about it. So again, not trying to dog him. <laughs> I was just saying since we're talking about him anyway. Yeah, no, you good. He he seems very nice based off of that. I like it. Holy shit, we got uh way off with that. Oh yeah, tangent is fuck. That is literally my motto. <laughs>
that's all I do is just tangent the hell out of everything. It's great. So I apologize, kind of. <laughs> I was going to ask, um, in your experience, what theme park has the most overweight guests? Oh, to hate on my favorite park a little bit. Um, Silver Dollar City has uh, uh, a large amount of people that are <laughs> larger. I find um, places where you tend to get more people from the country rather than suburbia, it, they tend to be bigger. So yep. Dollywood also fits that bill. Um, uh, there's a couple of, uh, uh, what should we call it? There's a couple parks in, in, in uh, Dorney was a rather large park, surprisingly. Uh, uh, Hershey. That one makes sense. <laughs> Nobles, clearly. Yeah, Hershey, definitely. Nobles, definitely, as well, was a larger park. But those are all kind of country bumpkin-ish. They cater to that type of people. Nobles, especially. You guys been to Nobles? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that park is something different. But uh, not hating on it at all. I think it's a cool park. It's just middle of nowhere, too. Um, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you guys know that it's like past the 2000s everywhere else? <laughs> yeah, they're very they're very ancient. So, I, yeah, I... Um, uh, and it's not even itchy ancient. It's like just how the park is. Yeah. Which actually kind of makes it cool at the same time. Yeah, I think that's the lot of the reason a lot of people gravitate towards it is simply because of that. Because it's unique. Um, it's different than most other major parks. Because it feels and it and it, it rolls just like a, a small park. Um, but it's big. It's a big old. It's old ish, but it's got g- great rides in it. So you're not hating on it. And the food, the food's phenomenal. Let's be honest, gentlemen. Yeah, the food is good. Food's great. I mean, for park food, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're you're not gonna. I mean, it's not it's not Dollywood cinnamon bread, but it's still. I gotta go to Dollywood now. <laughs> but um, speaking of the cinnamon bread, I was there in 2013 for an Ace event, and they gave us fake cinnamon bread. So it was uh like the actual bread they use for the cinnamon bread, but it wasn't covered in anything, and it wasn't baked. So it's just like big loaves of bread that were sprinkled with cinnamon powder. Huh. Yeah. I got so drunk in the parking lot that I that was the only thing I could eat. <laughs> um, cause like it was after park closing ERT and I was starting to feel sick. So I threw up an entire loaf of cinnamon bread. Oh, that's hot. With like stoli blueberry vodka. <laughs> good job, bud. Proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Oh shit! There's there's a drunk park story. Yep. So what's the most overrated roller coaster? Sky Rush. Yeah. Now I say that as a man with big old thighs, who got absolutely crushed. I crushed. Now let me pref let me preface this, which I still think it's a great. Now see the thing for me is overrated can mean a lot of things. So people, a lot of people, kind of say like, okay, well it's got to be complete ass. No. Sky Rush is still a great ride. Far from being a bad ride at all, actually. Um, I still think I have it in my top 30. Um, but um, the the leg crush was too much for me. It didn't also help. This was during a lot of Coast Divorce Live that we rode it. We had ERT after park close, and we rode it like 20 times in a row. <laughs> didn't help my leg crush. So it was actually great because that night at ERT, we rode it 
and we just kept riding it. We just switched and see, see what was what. And um, that timed lights in the station actually turned off. So <laughs> we rode it literally in the complete dark. Uh, oh, no. so, was such a cool experience. Yeah. Was so. that, um, was that opening year? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was opening year. That was before they changed the restraints. Okay. I think li- literally later yeah. in that season, they padded the restraints more. Yeah. That was, li- that was opening year death pain restraints that get went to the middle of your thigh, like right at the part where your muscles split apart on your quad. Uh, it, it, it killed my legs. Uh, I, that's the worst part was, and there's a, a lot of coasters like that out there where you can see the potential, like the potential was already reached with Skyrush. It's just, it was held back from being great. Yeah. And the, the thing I didn't like about the restraint too, is like, it was, uh, it's, it kind of reminded me of the BNM clamshell or the whatever restraints on, uh, La- the Lagoon cannibal where it's, um, Almost like it's kind of like a laptop restraint where it's like a, if you were to best way I could describe it, it's like a laptop sitting on your lap. Yeah. Where it's supposed to sit flat. But on Skyrush, it was like a laptop size lap bar, but it was just angled. So you just got the thin edge of it. Yeah. In your thigh. Yeah. And it was dead, dead right in the wrong spot. If it was, if it pinned like a, like a T bar or an M bar, yeah. because like the, it, it, the, the restraint, for instance, um, on El Toro, the restraints on, on that M bar would pin in the exactly right spot. Yeah, because it would be right on your hip. It holds you down, and the, the airtime was killer strong, strongest airtime on any coaster I've been on. Still to this day, uh, was that, and st- and and it didn't hurt. I mean, riding it like twenty times in a row, you'd get you'd get a little a little tender, but I wasn't in pain after five rides, which is what I was getting at with uh sky rush i su- i sucked it up because i was like ert on this route i'm not going to get this very often so right um yeah it's mowed it down one thing i found with big thighs was uh if i wore cargo shorts what i would do is take a water bottle and put it in my front pocket and then uh sit down and pull down the t-bar or whatever lap bar so you get a couple inches of uh space nice when I come like your seatbelt or your lap bar. So like I found this out on Raging Bull. Just like a big ass Aquafina bottle. <laughs> pocket, sit down, make sure the line is visible. And then uh, on the lift, he'll push the water bottle to the side. And it's a good tip. Good man. I like that. Try that next time around. Still sitting here comfortably at my own size. <laughs> um. All right. So do you have any buffet horror stories? We're we talking at amusement parks. We're we talking anywhere. Just. Well, anywhere theme park related if possible <laughs> um oh god there was um what buffet did we go to so i've been to buffets at a lot of parks because i like i like buffets um because buffets in my experience at least tend to tend to be the best food in the park really yeah i i am and this might be because i've got spoiled by dollywood and, and silver dollar city I think I, I think legit that's it. Oh, well, here's the other thing. I don't really eat in parks very often, so I really have to find a good reason and a and a, and a good buffet to really do it. But I had a, the buffet at Cedar Point. Um, shit, which one was it? I forget which one it was, but um, the food was just ass. Every single thing, things you can't mess up, they messed up. Like 
everything was bad. And I wasn't the only person. Like, everybody I was with was like, this is terrible. Like, they overdid the mashed potatoes. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> like, the corn was dry. Like, the the, the corn uh, off the cob. <laughs> A little... I could my my eight year old could cook better corn than they did that day. They must have some new people because that was just it was it was horrible all around. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't. I honestly don't eat very often at parks. So if I do find a good buffet, I will at least if it looks good, I'll try it. And the buffets I had at Silver Dollar and, and Dollywood definitely top the cake. Of course, uh, Nobles is a great one. Great food there. Um. Cedar Point uh, had the the melts pretty good. A couple other spots. Six Flags typically is just ass all around, so I don't really give them any credit. Although Great America, um, that one spot we ate at um, was pretty good. I know you didn't have any um, at the live this year, but uh, vegan. Yeah, I forget what was the name of that place, Zach. Do you remember? Uh, that was. Um... Uh fuck. It's the place with the open air bar. Yeah. That spot. It's a good spot. It was it was ra- it was raining too, so I never completely forgot to. But uh yeah, that was a good spot. Yeah. Not often, but yeah. That's that one time at Cedar Point that I can truly remember. Yeah, that was pretty odd. <laughs> so uh here's a here's an either or for you. Cotton candy or ice cream? Ice cream. Light years. Not even close. Cotton candy's too ass. <laughs> it's gone in 10 seconds it's just basically like pouring sugar in your mouth ice cream thousand different varieties thousand different good flavors it's good on other things too like like cookies or brownies yeah that's that's the easiest question i've ever got in my life <laughs> um so what mouse do you prefer or <laughs> i didn't eat dinner and i drank a bottle of wine <laughs> that might that might have did it uh, which mouse do you prefer, Mickey or Dead? Dead, for sure. Cool. I, uh, I, 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 Mickey is um, uh, it should be dead. I hate Mickey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, that's that's our little interview segment. Um, I saw you retweeting about the Elo coaster pull and figured this was a good time since it's live now to talk about a coaster polls like they're important because uh being nerds we all love statistics and rankings yep and b because there's been some there's there's one notable one that used to happen that's gone now so uh we all used to vote in the mitch hawker poll right yep every year mm-hmm. yep do you guys remember the uh, automated where was that on was it coaster net yeah that automated the mitch hawker poll yeah yeah made it much easier yeah that's what really got a lot of people into it was that automated form so you could just click 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 you know just go through it nice and easy rather than um have to fill out that damn form i remember the first year i filled the form out but i hated everything about it (laughs) but as soon as we got the automated process oh god that 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 really took off I think they like tripled their amount of um, people the first year that automated thing came out. I mean, that made it a lot easier because, I mean, even kind of working with the the Elo Coaster one in like Excel, it's a bit daunting because you're like, okay, do I really like this one more than I like this one? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I do have a, a top 30. So for me, I can just usually pop in my top 30. I haven't filled out the ballot yet for LO Coaster yet, but um, I planned on it. But luckily, anything, really anything outside of your top 30 really is kind of meaningless. So not to say that those rides suck, of course, but if if, if yeah. No, I think it's like uh, I think at that point you kind of have to like bracket. It's more like bracket. It's like yeah, this is all of these are thirty or fifty or yeah B class B class. Well, now I feel like an asshole because I fucking went all the way to one seventy five on that fucking steel coaster ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you overdid it there, son. I literally just put everything in there. I had them grouped. I had them group ranked first, but then I was like. Oh, and that ride's like better than that, and that ride's better than that, and so like I kept adjusting it, and I found myself like a hundred seventy-five deep on the steel coaster one, uh, and then it's like you know SLCs, boomerangs, kitty coasters. Yeah, when I had a, a much smaller count, I think I got to like a hundred and twenty, um, of like say like a hundred and seventy or something like that. But that was uh, that was below two hundred. Once I got over two hundred, I started slimming down. I got up to like just fifty, and then forty, and then thirty. And I've kept I've kept it pretty consistent uh, below um, uh, thirty or higher ever since that, that that time. So sometimes some rides make a reappearance. Sometimes they go. You know. Yeah, like I've I've had an issue where there's two roller coasters I've ridden fifteen years ago. And I'll ride something new, and then they'll swap places. And yeah. it's like, it doesn't make sense, but sure. No, I mean, that that happened with me this year. Uh, I hadn't ridden Phantom's Revenge in a hot second. And I, a number of years, maybe about seven, eight years, I hadn't been on Fanny. And then um, we rode it this year. And I forgot how damn good that ride is. Um, and it scooted from not in my top 30 to, I think, like, 14 nice because i just went like oh that's how good that ride is let me compare it to what's in my top 15 oh crap yeah definitely better than this one better than this one better not better than this one all right there it is so yeah rides will, will pop back once you re-ride it because uh there's I, I can't wait to go to great america next year great america great adventure next year because of my top um 25 the only one i haven't ridden um this decade is El Toro. All the rest of them I've ridden in the last 10 years. <laughs> Damn, putting me to shame. <laughs> well, you you also rode a lot more before you stopped riding. I've been consistently adding coasters. My I mean my I will say my heyday was around the same as yours cuz I was adding like 60 70 credits a year in the late uh 20 or 2000s. <laughs> Um, but then tapered off, adding like maybe five to 10, 15, so upwards of 20 some years, every single year since then. So, and to be fair, you do have a higher coaster count than me. So, <laughs> yeah, because this is all one big whose dick is bigger contest. I'm not measuring, baby. <laughs> that's I'm about that measure. <laughs> yeah, that's all just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, honestly, once you get over 200. It's like you're really just counting for the fun of it. Yeah, you either like it or you don't. Whatever. Yeah, I think after 200, your difference is: have you wasted thousands of dollars riding kitty coasters or not? Well, to be fair, 
Honestly, I'd probably be over 400 if I've ridden every kitty coaster I've come across. I almost purposefully not ride, don't ride kitty coasters. Yeah. Also, I just got Junior Gemini slash Wilderness Run this year. I've gone to Cedar Point since I was nine years old, maybe younger. I just got out this year because I rode it with my daughter. And whole baby was in a squeeze too, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shorts and a t-shirt. We were, we were, whoa, we were close to not riding it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were real close. So I was able to get that credit. I have all every single credit at Cedar Point. <laughs> I was able to get that at a Coaster Mania when they used to offer that up. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they, it, that's a lot harder to get on too. Nowadays, especially. They used to have that. You can go back and get that pass, but I um I had this girl who had a crush on me, and I was I didn't I didn't come out to her. This is when I worked there, oh, and she let me ride, and I traded her a skyscraper ride. Oh, nice! That was actually the best part about working in Challenge Park on upcharge attractions because you just barter with uh, other employees to get other benefits. <laughs> nice. That's not bad at all. so i mean and that that presents its own problem when you're doing one of these polls is like fuck how do i rank this kitty coaster compared to this one fuck it you know right that's tough that's why i go past 30 i just stop well i don't have to be fair i didn't not include any of those kitty coasters in any of those ones i ranked i mean i'm not about to sit there and be like well was taxi jam better or was the Grand Exposition coaster better? <laughs> yeah, I sure would hope not. I'd, I'd be, I'd be sad for you, sir, if you were to do that. <laughs> I mean, the Howler had better laterals, but um, <laughs> Frankie's Mind Train really had the airtime. Howler's was pretty sexy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I've even ridden that one. What is that even? That's at uh, Holiday World. The one in the Kitty Kingdom. What is that, like a Zamperla Kitty Coaster? Yes, I, th- I think it's a Zamperla. Small little guy. They offer you a couple laps on it. <laughs> I rode that in 06, so I got that out of the way when I was younger. <laughs> There's some guys that, when we went to the live this year, that rode it for the first time. Oh, it was hilarious, because these are, you know, 28-year-old men. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I have some reservations about riding kitty coasters now. Well, what's that one at uh, Knott's? Um, with the fucked up trains. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't get to ride it. That's the one where I can't ride. I'm too tall. The Pony Express? No, the um, it's like blue. It's um, It's got like a Intamin four rail track design. Tim. Timberline Twister? That's not the spinning coaster, is it? Nope. That's the... I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Timberline Twister. Yeah. Roller Coaster Database is your friends, gentlemen. Yeah, Timberline <laughs> Twister. That's the one. Yeah. Holy crap. That's a kitty. Oh, my God. The Airtime Hills, though. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, that's, that, that, is, that is like... That is something to ride right there. Bradley and Kay? They made nine models. Chance, Chance purchased them way back when, 86. Yeah, we went to Coaster Solace. We had ERT on it, but I couldn't ride it. <laughs> I remember getting that credit. I don't remember not riding. It's because it was like 6 in the morning. Oh, well, that would make sense. What the fuck was that? That was a YouTube ad. 
Oh, wow. Oh, all right. Because I decided to play a POV of it. Nice. I was going to look it up, but uh, apparently since my computer like kind of crashed, my keyboard's not working now, so that's a thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> it could be worse. Your mouse work? Yeah, mouse is fine. Go to different tabs. It's just it's stuck on like if I was holding the control button down or something when I try to type. <laughs> nice. So, what you know, we're cool. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. I'll imagine what we're talking about. <laughs> Kitty coasters. <laughs> I've I've been on several. Yes. M- most enthusiasts. Embarrassingly. <laughs> Because I don't have a child. <laughs> and I didn't in the past either. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, n- neither did I until uh, 2011. So I feel that. But but on, on our main topic, the golden tickets are complete asshole. Right. <laughs> so I sent them an email from your favorite Coaster Sucks to see if I could get on the uh, the voting list. Yeah. And sure enough, I'm going to get one of those ballots in the mail. <laughs> Nice. I may send them a little request too. Yeah, I mean, dude's pretty nice. He's, I just was like, yeah, I've been on this many coasters, and it'd be cool to vote. And he was like, oh, all right, send us your address because I'm sure they do physical mailing to try and prevent ballot tampering for whatever that's worth. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Gotta make sure the beast hits number one <laughs> every year. Yeah, I wrote that shit. Shit, I have a trip report. I can't even. We might not even time to talk about. I went to Kings Island last weekend. Oh, good good luck. You're right by me. And the bee bee still sucks. Oh, yeah, it was never good. It's great at night. Yeah, like it's fun. The bowl bowl is phenomenal at night. Yeah. But they were letting in like 80% Vaseline to stand by. Oh. So I waited in the line. The line went pretty good. The whole queue is a full queue. The full queue went really quick. Then I got to the station and they rotated fast lane employees and they were letting in like 30 fast lanes for every eight standby. So like the very last switchback in the station took 30 minutes. Oh, that's disgusting. I hate people that are stupid. (laughs) Yeah. How was uh, your last ride on Vortex? Vortex is aw- I love that ride. I'm pretty sad to see it go. I had a blast on it. I rode it uh, in the back row, or the, whatever, second last row. It was good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong being wrong. That's okay. <laughs> see? Marcus, did you get a last a last uh, tribute into Vortex? Nope, fuck that ride. I rode, um, <laughs> I rode it this summer. I hadn't ridden it in a while. This is before they announced it. Uh, I hadn't ridden it in a while. I had the live. It was it was a little add-on after the live for Kentucky Kingdom and Holiday World. So um, there was a, a number of us that were traveling north. So uh, we we hit up Kings Island and Cedar Point in subsequent days after the live was over. And um, we, we went to Kings Island. And um, uh, my boy hadn't been on it yet. So we got on Vortex, and uh, I remembered why I hated it. <laughs> it was uh, still pretty ass. Still pretty ass. I and it's not that. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, my my. I, I'm just tall enough to not um, hit the restraints as much, but I still hit the restraints. And my problem was um, 
I can I can get dehydrated pretty quick, and my dehydration leads to headaches, and headaches equal not wanting to ride a damn thing. So, I can be over coasters yeah. pretty quick. See, I didn't find it. I don't find I didn't find rough or I didn't find vortex really rough at all. Um, but. I'm thinking about. I'm like. I'm also six six. Yeah, your head's well above the. Re- the restraints is everything. Listen, if they had even the, you know, the. Uh, have you been on head spin at? Uh, well, it used to be head spin jog like, um, at uh, Carowinds, that the new the new restraints that yeah like the vest restraints. Oh, see, I I fucking hate vest restraints. Every single one of them. Every every ride that has a vest restraint immediately drops down to the like below fifty on my list. Just because I hate them that much. Well, see on the um, on the the uh, boomerangs for the Vacomas, which ride obviously very similar to um, uh, an Arrow. It was great because your head's not banging. Yeah, but you're. It's like, but it's like um, the vests are like a. It's like being in a vice grip. So you're feel you feel you're forced to your body is like forced to feel every single imperfection of the track. It's like you're getting like pulled down and the force to go through this crazy, rough vibration. I don't know. See that you, you're tra- you're you're trading off your body being sore for your brain being sore. <laughs> That's the difference between the two. I've never given a shit about my brain, so it's not really. <laughs> for me, my brain is everything. I, my body can be sore for a month. I'd be fine, but. As soon as I get a headache, everything goes to shit. Like I'll, I'll stop riding. I'll just not want to do anything. You just got to drink more water. Drink like a gallon a day. And you're good. Oh yeah. Well, I always try to prepare before I go to parks. So that was on day I think like four of being in a park too. So I was kind of tired. <laughs> well, did uh, anything else running good? I mean, Timbers is still fantastic. I'm assuming then. I didn't really ride much that day. Um, Banshee is the same old Banshee. Um, it's get it's getting rougher, faster than I expected. I thought it would be smoother, but um, we wrote it. Yeah, but like my opinion of Banshee is like it's not forceful, so it could at least be smooth, but it's not smooth and it's not forceful. So it's like, what is it even? See, where do you sit though? Because I'm on the opposite end. I'm getting nothing but forces. But in some cases, it's, it's it's too rough to enjoy the forces. I, I don't know. I said the first time I rode it was front row. The last time I rode it was back row. I didn't really find it that very forceful, but I also could have, I can maybe have just rode it on bad, you know, bad times. But yeah, that's possible. I mean, I've, I've seen, I've ridden some being like the um, um, Batman at uh, Great America. Uh, that one rode great compared to the last time I rode it. So. <laughs> Literally the same ride, riding it in different times, completely different. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That may have been the time he rode it, but yeah. But now Banshee, it definitely gotten gotten rougher than it used to be. So that's a shame because it actually was a pretty fun ride. I did have a a re, um, or I guess like a, a current love affair for the uh, Drop Tower and for Invertigo. So I had a blast on Invertigo. Was, I thought it was a fun ride, and I rode it like ten years ago. <laughs> See, I have the same thing—a weird. Cause, no, I hate Invertigo, but um, I, I love Deja Vu when I went to New England a couple years ago. Oh, no, it's even with the shitty trains. Yeah, that's the thing. Like everybody was like, "Wait, are you on cocaine?" 
I was like, no, that was actually pretty good, especially comparing it to other boomerangs. Yeah. I was actually enjoying myself. I was like, wow, this is smooth and strong. Yeah, like I remember in 2002, Deja Vu running, like waiting in line and there's an employee and all these people were asking questions and the employee was like, yeah, it's like giant drop mixed with Batman. <laughs> and that's, it's like two drop towers and in, in an intense invert. So yeah, that's pretty on point. Dude, those things were great. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I, I'm pissed. I, it's been 10 years since I rode the one at Silverwood and I, I live five hours from that park and I've not gone back. Oh, huh. pissed. So fucking <laughs> well, you can go back. <laughs> no, I know. But like, I'm just mad. I moved to Seattle in August and I had two months to go there and I never went. I sure don't fault that. I did go to wild waves and rode a whoop screw. Look at you. Look at you. I already had the credits, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, and I already had the credits. <laughs> that was a waste of time, man. Well, did you have a good time at Kings Island then, Ben? Yeah, I um one thing I didn't like though was whenever they merged queue lines for haunt attractions with rides and the signage was really bad. Though I did discover that you can accidentally get into the fast lane um like, you know, there's a fast lane lines for houses. So I accidentally walked right into two of those without knowing what I was doing without getting checked by the employee. So um, FYI, if you want to sneak into a fast lane for a house, that's pretty easy to do. Let's go ahead and act like you know what you're doing. Yeah, like I thought I was going into the beast line. And then it turns out I was like 12 people away from the fucking door. Um for whatever house is by the beast or whatever, like scare zone that is or whatever. Um, and I was like, Oh, I don't want to do a haunt. So I just like turned around and left. And I was like, Oh wait, I should have at least like gone through it. It was a bad decision, but <laughs> same with, uh, they, the, they fucked up the line for the bat too. So the bat. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that whole area is just fuckery. Yeah. Well, it's like there's like two lines for the haunts and then there's the bat line, but the signage is so bad. That sounds about right. Yeah, it was confusing as shit when I was there like three weeks ago or whenever that was. That could could be worse. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was fine. It was just like there's two different lines. Neither of them is the actual coaster because like the permanent sign is there. Yeah, they could really re- redesign that whole area. Ever since um, they put in the, the bat and then got rid of Son of Beast, it's just been a shit show. Signage is terrible, too. So just. It wouldn't surprise me if they remove the bat next year. My guess. It's a lot of area. Yeah, my guess is they'll remove the bat, Anaconda, a King's Dominion, and Corkscrew at Cedar Point. No, Corkscrew's never going anywhere. That thing will be the last thing to die. That's too iconic. That's the thing about Cedar. But what about like? But I think like at at a certain point, arrow rides like their track just get too many hairline fractures. Oh yeah, no, or, uh, I it'll definitely die. I think it'll die. It'll be the last thing to die. I th- I legitimately think it'll be the last arrow to be closed. Because <laughs> all the other, <laughs> I think Matterhorn will outlive it, but I think that corks that Cedar Point will keep the corkscrews in place. Without the rest of the ride, a la Alton Towers. Yeah, or they'll just have it SBNO for five years. That too. I mean, it still it's, it still rides pretty good. It's not bad. 
Yeah. I I am concerned about Magnum though. I think Magnum is going to be I'm I'm guessing less than 5 years before Magnum's removed. That's my that's my guess. It's sinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is a beautiful seg actually. Um we actually have our hashtag coaster death pool 2020 going on. Uh, Marcus, not putting on, you on the spot for five, but do you have a top call that you think will be closed and or removed in 2020? Um, I mean, the, the, the hot favorite as of late has always been Anaconda. What? Uh, let me just, uh, let me do, 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 do. You put me really on the spot. Hold on. While Marcus is looking this up, you can send in your guesses. Five coasters you think will be closed or removed. Use the hashtag. Use our email. Your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Send us your guesses. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Well, it's tough because I think I definitely know it's going to be an arrow. I have a strong feeling. Um, Anaconda at King's Dominion definitely gives that off. Um, I could see Canyon Blaster at Great Escape being one of them. Adventure Dome has been kind of going down the shitter. Some of these are, are kind of are relatively new. Yeah, Adventure Dome is actually a pretty good guess. We're going to, I think, uh, on behalf of the podcast here, we're going to give that one a pretty high odds. Vegas odds, actually, pun intended, because that just got sold. <laughs> yeah and they closed that park that bad boy's going and i'm surprised desperado is not like torn down yet it's such ass oh my god i love that that's hey that's a top 10 for me i love it's, that right it's okay to be wrong i mean you're wrong twice in one day that's that's a that's a achievement but uh <laughs> see i enjoy the shopping cart down coat hangers at 80 miles per hour that's a good i like that experience jackass the ride yeah like that's what i want i want to be i want to simulate car accidents and falling down stairs i don't know being on a hospital bed that tips over <laughs> yep you you perfectly summarized that ride. So, Marcus, you're basically picking any arrow that currently exists. <laughs> Essentially, I, I have a strong feeling it's going to be an arrow anyway. Well, I have a hot take. I have a hot take. I'm going to guess Vortex at Carowinds. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, that could go too. Yeah, it could. Or half a point if you uh, if if they convert it to a floorless. Well, no, I was going to say, what if they tear down Patriot at Great America and then send the floorless train to Carowinds? That's the, that's my other guess. <laughs> they would never do that. <laughs> there is nobody rides that ride. It is ass anyway. It's too small. They, they would just get rid of it. Yeah, that is that is like the, that's probably the worst B and M. Well, have you been on uh, what the hell is the fire fire ass? What's that at, at America? Yeah, it was. It used to be a great America. Iron Wolf. That was the very first B and yeah, That thing was. That thing was Iron Wolf. Yeah, that's some asshole been, right I there. Didn't ride it as Firebird, but I've ridden it hundreds of times as Iron Wolf. I can't really imagine it with floorless trains. Yeah, that, that's lipstick on a pig. If I ever saw it, 
It seems like it would just be rough and boring with floorless trains. Because at least when it had stand-up trains, it made it interesting. But without, yeah, with as for or, or yeah, with floorless trains, it just seems like it'd be boring and just rough, like slow. That second half of the ride just kind of crawls around. Yeah, it. It's interesting. It's not bad. I would definitely say. Um, but it's not good. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So I mean, we got we got some interesting picks going on here for the for the coaster death pool. Uh, speaking of dead rides, Marcus, for our last segment, we we like to pay tribute to a dead ride. Um, and being a guest, we want to give you the pick. So, uh, what ride are we going to pay tribute to this week? I like to pick. Um, Jesus, I had it. Where, where the hell is it? I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, oh, Big Bad Wolf, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Have we done that one before? Hell yes, but that was a great ride. So, share a story. Yeah. Give us give us some good stories about times you had on that ride. Oh. Um I wrote it a few times. <laughs> uh you know, it I will say the first time I wrote it, I wasn't expecting much. And I before I wrote it, I'd only been on um Iron Dragon. Uh and I heard all those stories about the or seeing the pictures and videos of the drops. All that fun stuff. I tried to stay away from POVs on my trip when I went to Bush. So um, when I finally got there and got on it, I was like, holy crap. This is incredible. Uh, obviously, I, ca- I came back like four or five years later after adding another like 90 different coasters to my account. And I went back. I was like, okay, this is kind of ass. But still, it was a, it was a great ride. And um, of all the coasters... So I've been on 59 roller coasters that have gone extinct. And of that, um, now this, I would say this, I've used a coastercount.com, by the way, dash count. It's a good, 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 good thing. But they do count um, like Geauga Lake rides like Dominator, Double Loop. Dominator just moved. I don't count Dominator. But, but uh, a bunch of them are small. Um I'm, I yeah, uh, but when it comes to those, the potential and that's the thing. So the the biggest, I'd say the biggest miss of my life. If you want to do another tribute extending off of this, of an arrow suspended, would be for uh, Eagle Fortress in uh, South Korea. The stories of greatness, not just from the TPR trip that went there, but other people I know that were on it. Said that's easily a top ten coaster, no matter what. Just based on how I mean, it looks. Yeah, it looks like it. Just from POVs, I it seems like everything I would enjoy about a roller coaster. It looks fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Per everybody that went on it, it rides like it, the the like as intended, as Arrow intended from the start. That's how it rode. It was out of control. The swings were perfectly timed. It wasn't like jerky. It literally would just swing you back, forth, low to the ground. Everything was perfect. It was a ride that everybody wish. I forget where um, Everland. There it is. 
Didn't that thing just basically go down a mountain and traverse back and forth while it was going down? Yep. It went up a hill and then just came back down the hill, essentially. Because you can see a picture of the lift hill is literally just up a mountain and then it comes back. It's 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 ridiculous. It's it's really ridiculous what it was, and, that, and, that, and that's the problem is that it was so good. It was like the bat at Kings Island, the original. It was so good at what it did. It was too good, and it ended up going down the arrow road of it was unsustainable from a um, support perspective. The thing just would eventually die, which it did. So, well, I feel like after Arrow like closed in what was that two thousand two? Yeah all of their coasters took a real hit. Well, yeah, when you start losing parts from a manufacturer, you got to work from secondhand sources, and those aren't as good as the original manufacturer. So, yeah, of course, it, it just goes down to shitter. And if, if it's not a big park, you're not going to waste your money, especially if it's a, a ride that's not as popular on trying to save those. And even worse is it's in South Korea. They they, they can't, you know, that thing's they got to go. So well, They got T-Express, thankfully, which looks pretty kick-ass, but still... Sucks to lose uh, something that looked as good as that. So, yeah. so is Big Bad Wolf like your favorite suspended coaster? Yeah, uh, I've I've only been on like I think four of them, so that's not to say this you know a lot to speak of, but yeah, um, there's really not many, and there haven't been for a long time. Yeah, nobody's nobody's made a good new one in a minute. Vacoma, I think Vacoma's got their new one out there, but. Yeah, nothing, nothing outside, nothing really out of control like they used to design. Oh Jesus, I'm watching POV right now of Eagle Fortress. I think Eagle Fortress may be my pick then, just instead of Big Bad Wolf because everybody's made that damn thing. Yeah, Eagle Fortress is one of those like you look at it, you're like, oh, I really wish I could have got on that. Jesus Christ! So you know, I'll say this: you guys watch POVs. For those who who haven't, if first of all, if you're listening this deep into this podcast, you're the real MVP. But second. Uh, uh, at uh, at um, uh, the bat um, at King's Island, the, the crazy section in the middle where you just go crazy. That's exactly what the entire ride looks like. Just oh, sexy! The whole train swinging. Jesus. <sighs> yeah, I remember looking at the POVs and being I had that like gut sinking feeling of wow i'll never ride this <laughs> you just don't like it's just one of those things man you just see it you're like holy shit it's one of those i really wish i could like how, how like modern roller coaster engineering is going to more of the like more controlled tame not wanting to like throw you around as much yeah. not take as many risks yeah, definitely one of those. Just yeah, well, we got it. I mean, they're, they're getting comfortable. They're, they're not taking because a lot of a lot of especially American parks are are getting comfortable. They're where they need to be. Um, they don't need to go crazy risks to to get people in there. They need to they need to sustain. But I do think, and here's the, here's the fun part, um, is that we're going to reach a plateau of B and M's because only two B and M's have ever been destroyed. Uh, and that was um, uh, uh, Fireball and what the fuck? Dragon Challenge. That, there it is. Um, those are only two to ever be destroyed. So um, 
And that says a lot, but we're going to come on those starting to get, starting to get knocked out. And a lot, a lot of parks have those as those mainstays. We still got another 15, 20 years before that's a, a thing, but um, you're going to start seeing them slowly start trickle out the smaller ones, the older ones, the shittier ones that are just nobody rides them anymore. They're going to start hitting the hay. On top of arrow, arrows already die. We all know that. But they're going to start seeing these rides dying. So they got to start filling uh, the middle of the pack rides, especially that they're just monsters of killing people in terms of uh, uh, people throughput. Which these newer rides are not not even close to being like that. You're starting to see it at, at, at Cedar Point, actually, just to get a good example. A lot of their newer rides don't really kill lines as much as um, the B and M's of the '90s and early 2000s. So, and it, I mean, oh yeah, I mean even like, um, I mean it's kind of impressive to go back to Cedar Point and ride like Magnum or Millennium Force, or even like or even Mean Streak when it was running three trains and how like a full queue of Magnum is really only like thirty. Oh minutes. yeah. When three trains are going, oh, yeah, you're mowing through that thing. Never seen a full queue. We had a couple of uh, turnstiles this year, and people were like, "Oh, that's gonna be like an hour away." I was like, "Y'all forget what this is like to ride on this. This is ten minutes tops." <laughs> yeah, and though if fast lane is long, yeah, the fast lane is what kills it. Oh, oh, of course. So, like, so Millennium Force. When I was working there, the whole before fast lane, the whole thing was like. If it was so halfway, so there's a whole like field of queues, and there's like a row of soda machines halfway through the queue line. Yeah, that uh, if it was beyond the soda machines, it was over an hour. Mm-hmm. But now with fast lane, that's like two hours. Yeah, the fast lane's killing it. I, they're not going to get rid of it. I really wish they'd go back to the old hand stamp days. I was Those just about to say, does anyone remember that it was free and you just oh, show yeah. up at the right time? Oh yeah, I remember getting. I lost count of how many Millennium Force hand stamps I got because that was before. Uh, that was around the time Dragster came out, but that was before you know Gatekeeper, all these other killers that would come in. So a lot of people would rush there, get a stamp, come back in three hours, and wait five seconds. <laughs> yeah, like it, it also seems like. I mean, I don't know why they're going towards the wristband price. It seems like the best way to make money would be to sell kind of a pay per ride fast lane pass. So like, let's say if you wanted to skip millennium force one time, you pay $7 flat yeah. or $10 flat. Yeah. Cause even like you don't get, let's say the average fast lane plus price is $80 instead of getting 10% of the park attendants to do fast lane plus just get 40% of the park attendants to do it for one ride. And you'd probably get your money back. Yeah, but yeah, but being being picky and choosy, you might not get everything you want, which is the fun part. Which is why Cedar Fair is doing what they're doing. Well, they could stupid, but they could figure it out because right now the deal they have is like most of the good rides, but the best ones with the longest lines are going to cost more. So if it was like like you're saying, like seven bucks to go on Millennium Force once, then it could be like. 25 bucks to go on steel vengeance once which shit that would be a good way to make money just offer i think people would pay 20 dollars to skip a two-hour line 
Oh, definitely. I'd do it. That's like paying for um, shitty rides that I've been to a thousand times over. <laughs> so. Yeah, well. Yeah, definitely worth it. Skipping the line. It used to be kind of fun. Now it's just pricey and sucks. All right. So, um, holy shit. It's been a lot of fun. Go listen to the Drunk Riders. Yeah. Yeah. And we uh, post typically every Saturday. Um, hell, we've been posting this Saturday um, on the um, 9th. Um, and that'll be our last one until the 30th, actually. Because um, I'll be gone. I'm leaving next Saturday. Actually, we, we may do one next week. But we may just take two weeks off. Uh, one for Thanksgiving. The other one for... I'll be at IAPA. So... <laughs> awesome. I got a week off. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be uh, there for the 16th through the 23rd. Um, I got some, got a couple of friends coming over from England. So uh, you'll be seeing me posting out the wazoo on uh, Twitter. Just everything under the sun. So... Well, looking forward to hearing about that on on the show there. Yeah, hopefully. Now, I would definitely say keep it keep an eye out on Coast Force as well because we were one of the first. Well, I was really one of the first people to post Inman's uh, new uh, announcement, which came by the way, left fucking field. Holy shit! So, just a quick little fun story. Quick, quick, quick story was that um, that. Announcement was on the, the the last day, or the second to last day. It's a major manufacturer, but they didn't talk about anything great. So you're like, okay, well, what could it be? Lo and behold, they start. They released. Did you guys remember these announcements? See those POVs from last year? Is that the Wallaby Belgium one? No, uh, yeah, and the Park Asterix. What What did they announce? There was like the Switch Track one, and then the other one with that basically looked like an RMC but steel. Made by Inamans. Yeah. 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 yeah that, it came out of left field. They announced it. And I literally recorded the entirety of both of them and posted them within five minutes. Oh, man. We got like, I think like 60,000 views on Facebook alone just from those two videos. Crazy. Well, holy shit. Go give uh, Coaster Force a follow too and keep your eyes peeled over there. Yeah, definitely. Some well, breaking uh, news during IAPA week. Oh, for sure. We are, uh, you know, your favorite coaster sucks is going to be, you know, grossly underrepresented at IAPA this year. <laughs> but uh, we're hoping maybe 2020 will make it happen. We'll see what's going on. It uh, it uh, isn't uh, it isn't the most expensive thing to go to, by the way. It is, but it's not. <laughs> so do you have to pay for like a a ticket? Uh, I don't. I'm going with Coaster Force, the member of the media. So I'm, I go for free, but uh, <laughs> um, you can buy a ticket just to go. It's like two fifty or something like that. Fuck. Yeah, that's why it's tough if you don't um, get, uh, um, you know, discounts or something like that. Some other people you can get some sweet discounts from it. But I was lucky enough to go with Coaster. I mean, shit, you're in Orlando. That's like two days of a Disney park right there. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, to be honest, the show's more fun than uh, going to Disney. <laughs> it looks awesome. I might, be, I might be biased. I don't know. Are there a lot of like, are there a lot of like 17 year old um, high school seniors with polo shirts and resumes walking around? No, 
there's a def, there's a there's a subset of nerd. It's honestly for for people like us who are older, who get more into the the back end type of it, right? More into um, like I mentioned before, more into the um, just uh, uh, that's the social aspect, meeting people, talking to people, all that fun stuff. But the typical nerd typically is not into that nowadays, at least. Uh, they're more into just going to parks and riding it instead of seeing everything else that happens. Right. Because to be honest, it can be kind of boring at times. The announcements are fun and all, but it's a big trade show. So it's like going to um, Comic-Con or something like that, but for amusement parks. So I mean, for us, obviously, you know, it can be pretty cool. But yeah, the, the, the nerddom is pretty trimmed down. Luck- Luckily, I will say. So people that you, you don't like and you don't want to see, they're typically not there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that sounds awesome. So definitely go give fucking Marcus some love over on Twitter and listen to the podcast and go visit Coaster Force. I like it. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, thank you for joining. Yeah, no, anytime. I'll, I'll gladly come back. Please. Uh, you are welcome. Thank you for becoming a friend of the show. <laughs> no, it's on. Now I got to take a word to remind our audience uh, to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever app you're listening on. Uh, give us five stars. Leave a comment. Maybe we'll read it. Who knows? Shoot us an email. Your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Give us a follow on Twitter at coaster yours or search for your favorite coaster sucks. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Your favorite coaster sucks. Of course, staying on brand. Facebook, you are favorite coaster SUX. And if you're feeling generous, you can kick us a buck or two at Patreon. Your favorite coaster sucks. Thank you very much for coming by, Marcus. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, your, your favorite, favorite coaster sucks. <laughs> <laughs>